Energy. Here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Friday, December 1st in the year 2017. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we can do that, of course. Uh, We can talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find so many other things to talk about this afternoon. We always do. So take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me, of course, on Twitter, at RealJim. Then, muy importante, you can text us. And we'll look at it, and we may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long-distance toll-free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We work off that. Mr. Pinkman still filling in for Jack. He will be back with us on Monday. Unless he's decided to stay outside of the country for a while. Fritz is filling in for Mr. Pinkman. So there we go. Later in the program, Fridays are always busy, of course. Right after the news with Mo at about 4 or 4.02 or so. uh, Pinkman's old-time surf report followed by a bonus round of closest to the pin. Once once again, it will be Mr. Pinkman against Fritz. Mano, Imano, and one of the callers can choose who they think will win. If they choose correctly, they'll win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of their life. They also should know, of course, if they pick incorrectly, they will have bad luck for 24 hours. We'll talk sports with Pat Clark later in the program. He handles sports over at Channel 2. A lot of things happening in the sports world, including news that FSU's football coach Jimbo Fisher, he's leaving and heading for Texas A&M. More on that later. Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, got a, uh, as I said, the bonus round of closest to the pin, regular round of closest to the pin in the 5 o'clock hour. We have So You Want to Win It Today. Eddie the Shaman should be dropping by, and he'll help us close up shop before we hand it over to Tom and Dan. So, with that out of the way, uh, what are you all saying again about the... Uh, about the uh, obituary for Jim Neighbors oh. in the New York Times. Of uh, course, if no. you're new to this, right. this is how we judge your worth and your contributions yes. to the betterment of anything uh, is uh, the amount of space you get in the New York Times when it comes to an obituary. Mm-hmm. So Jim Neighbors, of course. Gomer Pyle. Gomer Pyle. He mm-hmm. passed away yesterday. You heard it first on the Phillips file. Or at least we like to say you did. 
So uh, what do you think? I said I think a uh, like a fifth of a page in three photos or something. All black fifth and white. Of a page. A quarter. A quarter. I said. A quarter of a page. I thought it was more half a page. A couple of pictures starts on the not starts on the front. I don't think it started on the front either. I think I said three quarters of a page and two photos. It's uh, about it... a third of a page. Yes, I'll take it. With two photos, I think. Mo- no, three photos. Excuse oh, me, oh, three Fred photos. Three photos. Third of a page. Three photos. Damn it. Yes. But uh, Ken Shapiro, uh, seventy-five, a satirist whose film foretold the rise of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And Jerry Fodor, whose studies sought to map the mind's depths. He's died at eighty-two, and they got just as much space. No. So there you. Were the pictures black and white or color? They're black and white. I and think... were they pictures of him as Gomer? Uh, as um, Not Gomer Pyle. Yeah, as Gomer Pyle? Or were they pictures of Jim <laughs> Yeah, there's one as uh, Gomer Pyle with uh, Sergeant Carter. Oh, that's a perfect one. Then there's another one. Let me see. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, he was given a promotion to Lance Corporal during a ceremony with the Marine Corps in 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of a nice thing to do. Well, like an honorary And then there's a black and white photo of uh, Jim Neighbors with his former co-star Andy Griffith from uh, 2003. They're both in tuxedos. Both uh, look very sharp. Oh, uh, there's Sh- uh, Shadaya, an Egyptian actress and singer. She's passed away as well. All right. She didn't get much space, but she got a photo. Almost looks like Wonder Woman. Anyway, really? so there we go. On uh, that. The big news, of course, is that Michael Flynn, the former national security advisor for the president, has uh, pleaded guilty to uh, admitted to uh, he's uh, pleaded guilty to a charge of of lying to the FBI about prior contacts with Russia's ambassador. So uh, the pundits are all saying, essentially, he's singing like a bird and cooperating with the Mueller investigation. Uh-oh. I would imagine if you're a member of the Trump inner circle or members of uh, his family, immediate or uh, through marriage, or if you're the president yourself. No, you're probably you're, you're probably, uh, you're probably pretty nervous. So, uh, Mr. Pinkman, do you want to make a bet? Oh, boy. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Why? Uh, because I think we may have one. Oh boy! Uh, we don't know what the bet is. No, no, no! I think he's already won on the books. For what? Flynn, his son, or Jared Kushner? The bet is yeah. there's already one on the books. What is it? Oh God! It says oh, yeah. Flynn, Flynn Jr. or Jared. Yeah. Will be indicted by January 15th. Now this is not what's happened to any of those three people. But you already have one, just so you know, for your betting purposes. Yeah. You've already got on Flynn, son, or Jared will be indicted by January 15th. I don't know about that. That's Well, you already said yes. <laughs> oh, and Pinky sorry. said no. Okay. Yeah, you did. Okay. So now, it, I, what today's is is, well, is when, I, when I think, I don't think there's going to be an indictment. All right, I think listen. I'm going to lose that dollar. Is it, what happened to uh, the other, uh, to Manafort? What about he Manafort? He was indicted. He was indicted, yes. Okay. So these three jokers have not yet been indicted. No, they have not been indicted. Correct. Okay. They, but Flynn can still be indicted. I doubt that will happen because uh, yeah. he's singing. He's cooperating. He's trying to keep his son out of uh, jail. All right, I got two bets. Okay. Oh, all right, Pinky. Take him or yeah. Take it or leave it. Whatever you want to do. Will Trump, will he or will he not pardon Michael Flynn? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. If he does pardon him, does he still have to? 
cooperate, I guess, with Mueller? I'm not sure what the law is on no. that, to be honest with you. Don't you only pardon someone? Oh, well, he ple- he pleaded guilty, right? Pleaded so, guilty. So. But he hasn't been sentenced to anything, so he's pardoning him for, for what? I mean, getting him out of, we don't even know what the sentence is. So he's pardoning him. It's, yeah, and I it's think too sentencing early. is, what, three months away? Could be, yeah. So, anyway. Trump, Trump he, pardoning Flynn, yes he or will no, not. Pinky? No. All right, so Jim says No, yes. I don't think he will either. Oh, good. No, I don't think he will. I think he's getting. I think he knows the blowback from uh, from Congress should oh, yeah. that happen. All right, mm-hmm. a bet, Go one dollar. On. Okay. Will Great Britain rescind its invitation to Donald Trump to visit? Uh, Have they not already? No. Will they rescind his invitation to visit? Well, the Prime Minister of Great Britain, uh, mm-hmm. working under the advice of a committee that's. It uh, has the power, I think, to recommend uh, rescinding the invitation. Will that happen or not? Yes. It will? Yes. Say no. Okay. One dollar One no. dollar here. Pinky says yes. No. And Jim says no. Yeah. Donald Trump will pay a visit to Great Britain. All right. All right. There we go. All right. We'll Let's see, see what else we got going on. We'll talk about Michael Flynn. Mo will have more news about Michael Flynn, of course. Let's yeah. see what else do we have going on. Does anybody ever know? Does anybody know whether John Goodman, not the actor, John Goodman, the millionaire out of Wellington in South Florida? Remember, it was back, I think, in 2000 or 2001. He got drunk as a skunk and blew through a stop sign and ran into a car driven by a UCF student or a recent UCF graduate. Mm-hmm. And I think the car spun around and went in the, into a canal and the, the young man died. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a civil suit in this, and I think it was settled out of court. But the question I have, because I, I, I saw earlier, I think on the Sentinel's website, that, that another appeal has been filed. Yeah. And I'm just wondering whether John Goodman ever went to jail. Did he ever go to prison? He was convicted twice, I believe, of DUI slash manslaughter. And I don't know whether he spent any time in jail other than maybe a couple of days here or there. So it says here he was convicted of DUI manslaughter and sentenced to 16 years in prison in uh, 2010. But is he out on appeal? He's currently serving it. Is he? He's in prison is what you're saying. Yeah, this is according to the Palm Beach Post. So he's he's behind bars. Okay, just wondered because I know another appeal has been filed. Let's see, what else do we have? Of course, Jimbo Fisher. This is uh, something we'll talk about with Pat Clark when we talk sports. Jimbo Fisher, the longtime beloved coach of uh, Florida State University's football team. He is moving on to Texas A&M, mm-hmm. getting into the SEC. Let's see, what else do we have? Rick Steves. Uh, Rick Steves, you know who he is, the travel guru? Many on public TV? And, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's all over the place, Many especially books. when it comes to Europe. He's an expert on traveling in Europe. He got his uh, pocket picked. Whoops. <laughs> he's, already, he's always, uh, you know, uh, he's a big weed proponent as well. Good. Mm. But, um, and if you looked at him, if you ever, if you look at Rick Steves, you go, what? Yeah. <laughs> but he's a big fan of the Kush, you know what I'm saying? I do, I know, yeah, but, uh, yeah, and he, he, got he's, he has books and books and books and books and books how, how to prevent, to yeah, how, to, how not to be the victim of crime and not, how not to get your pocket picked, and he got his pocket picked, mm. cash, <laughs> credit cards, driver's license, and the whole, yeah. uh, the whole mishpuka, but at least he has, you know, courage to step forward and say, yeah, yeah, I didn't follow my up. own advice. Wow. Did he say he had his stuff in a fanny pack or some kind of high? He, he, he has a money belt. A money belt. Yeah. Did he have everything in a money belt? It's a pouch. Uh, when I think of a money belt, I think of a belt that has a slot inside that you put money in. Right. Uh, but it's it's like a 
a thin fanny pack that he stuffs inside his pants. And they took that? <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't use it. That oh, was the problem. Oh, see. What are you thinking? So, be very, very, very careful. I was so worried about that when I went to Paris, because that's where you got pickpocketed in Paris. Got pickpocketed in Paris. There used to be a pickpocket school in Bogota, Colombia. How to pickpocket? Or but how to before prevent? I could uh, oh. attend, they closed it down. Damn it. Oh. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. From He's got the news that Let's get a check for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. Uh, the big story in the nation, they say this may be the mm, a peek into the end of this whole Russia, Trump, Robert Mueller investigation. A little bit of a peek today. Big story, of course. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Uh, surrendered, pled guilty yesterday, and he um, turned himself into the federal courthouse in Washington, D.C. Um, and this... They are guilty today, didn't he? He did. Well, yeah. actually, he signed the paper yesterday, but today is the day yeah. he went before the judge right. and okay. ple- pled guilty. This is, they say, the first time that mm, the investigation has really touched the inner circle of the president, and there is no question that... By pleading guilty, he is cooperating with the investigation and the people that he could implicate are are, are limited. Somebody's not going to have a good weekend. Somebody nope. is. Well, the somebodies that he could act, absolutely mm-hmm. um, that he could say something bad about include Jared Kushner, Mike Pence or the president himself. And uh, this is, you know, they're giving him immunity of sorts or they're, you know, because he's a cooperative person. Now, word to the wise should be sufficient. Mm-hmm. Never lie to an FBI agent. That's yeah. a crime. I'll come back and bite you. <laughs> They'll send you away for a while. Yep. And I think they make that very clear from the get go. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell us whatever you want, but if we find out it's a lie, no, oh. buddy. All right, Michael, uh, Michael Flynn is being prosecuted for lying about something that happened after Trump was elected president. Not something that happened during the campaign or even during the transition. Well, maybe the transition or after he was elected president. Mm. Um, And, uh, yeah, the reason that this is a big deal is because remember when the former FBI director, James Comey, was fired? He said Trump went to him and said, be nice to Flynn. Go easy on him. This guy's a real schnook. Apparently, he's still working, you know, doing deals with Turkey when he, you know, before. Flynn, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, geez, man, you were, what happened to him? He was a real he star. Turned, he yeah. was a gigantic star in the in the army. I mean, considered you know one of the best. And then something. He was a general, for goodness sakes. Something happened, and then Obama fired him. He got in corrupted Iraq. somehow. Yeah, I don't know. So I, think I don't he, know. The other I think big I story. I got his panties really in a twist. Oh boy. The other big story. Uh, but he was the one making the news. That- that oh. let everybody at the convention lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. He, he was the one that went out there all the time. Oh, buddy, that's going to come back to haunt you. It turns out that when he got 
in and out of the courthouse. He got hustled into a car, you know, hustled into the courthouse first, then hustled back to his car second after it was over. People remembered his lock her up chant, and they were yelling, lock him up, just to give him a taste of his own medicine kind of thing. Probably can, you know, he's squealing and and singing like a bird to protect his son as well. Uh, Yeah. I I will also tell you the White House was supposed to have... uh, Sort of a meet and greet with the Libyan president or something like that, but they decided to cancel that because the press would have been there and would have been screaming questions about Michael Flynn. Mm. They canceled and are keeping a low profile in the White House today. They also canceled the daily briefing for today with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And uh, there has been nothing on the Twitter verse from the Trumpster about this Flynn business. He's well, been, I'd rather have him on the buttons on his phone than near another very button. Very quiet. No, he's been very quiet is what I'm telling you. No, I know that. Yeah, that's, I don't know but if that's good But when he's not bad. tweeting, oh, I don't God. know that, whether that's a good sign. And uh, a little update yeah. on Matt Lauer. <laughs> Drew, apparently, Merry Christmas back to the White House, though. He said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah take that war yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. He brought they, back Merry Christmas to the White and House. And then they played a montage of Barack Obama and the eight Christmases he was there. Uh, and it was nope. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry I mean, Christmas. Merry Christmas over and over. Oh, wow. So that's that. Wow. Uh, Matt Lauer <laughs> uh, <laughs> finally was, you know, he made a statement yesterday, mm. right? And then he was, they, they had a first Matt Lauer sighting getting out of his car. I saw, I saw that in the New York Daily News or something. Then I got word that Matt Lauer might get kicked out of New Zealand because of this sex scandal. The Is form, there no shame? The former Today on, Show yeah. host. He owns a pristine $13 million estate Jeez. property on New Zealand's South Island. And according to the newspaper, officials are now reaching out to Matt for information about his application to own land in New Zealand. Because they require foreigners who own land to be of good character. And now they say Matt may not uh, fill the bill. All right, I'm going on the record. I'm apologizing. What do you apologize? I just—it's just a blanket apology. I don't know. It's just you know. What? I just want it out there on the record. I've apologized. I don't know what for, but it just doesn't in work case. Like that. Well, no. it is. It's no. a bl- no. It's called a blanket apology, and I'm issuing one right now right. on this day, December first, in the year 2017. Jim Phillips issued a blanket apologies. I apologize. Apology. I apologize for yeah. whatever I need to apologize for. I don't know what it is, but it's. It's 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 a blanket. It's a blanket apology. Well, how can you be sincere if you're that just seems, like? It seems insincere you know, to me too. Chris. I'm sorry, I woke up. Well, excuse me. Just saying. If I wasn't he, sincere, I wouldn't offer an apology. But you, what are you, you're not apologizing for anything specific. Apologies oh, you know, require... Jews know all about apologies. Oh, Got that one day set aside. You apologize. You know, I'm a I'm a lapsed Roman Catholic. We used to have a have to apologize every, every damn Saturday yes. if we oh, wanted yeah. to go to communion. Yeah, don't talk to me about apologies. But you apology specific. You can't just apologize for anything I might have done ever. It's a general apology. At least that's not how it works with us. Maybe well, it works in my with... world, All right, whatever. preemptive strike. I guess. Thank you. Yeah. I want to apologize for anything in the future as well. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> nope. I think you're good. That's Thank a good you. idea. No, I'm that sure. isn't right. By, mm-hmm. by Catholicism rules, you're going to heaven. Thank you oh, very much. Sick. There you go. All right, let me take a little break. <laughs> Mo's got more news. She has the birthdays as well. We'll have that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour after Pinkman's old time surf report. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. I'll say the cheese grits are not southern. Let's get back to the news and the birthdays. Here's Mo. Today is December 1st in the year 2017. Today is National Pie Day. Mm. 
pie. Ooh, what yeah. kind of half-assed day is that? No, it's an awesome day. Pie you is awesome. A pie, though? You don't like pie? Yeah, I do, oh, but come on. Like potato, uh, sweet potato pie or you know something like Apple that. Apple pie, blueberry pie, yeah. any kind Regular of pie. pie. That's like saying today's of... just food day. No, it's pie. Oh, it's pie day. It is pie day. Could be but a little better, pi- though. Yeah, but it's a pie. pie. I know. But it could be a fruit pie, meat pie. It could be. Savory, it's still a sweet, pie. it doesn't matter. Pie. Well, it's not, it's not like... Mm-mm. It's not a choice between meatloaf and a pie. It's pie. Yeah, it's pie it is day. pie. The other day, though, it shares a day. With? And it's weird. It's because it's red apple day, not green apple day. So not, they couldn't have just said it's apple pie day? It's different, altogether different. No. <laughs> well, there probably is an apple there's pie day. There's a different day. apple pie day. I know there's a pumpkin pie day coming up in December. Nice. But it is not today. In December Later pumpkin? On, yeah, pumpkin. Actually, on Christmas Day, 25th. Man, that, that doesn't make sense. Speaking mm-hmm. of Christmas uh, Day, the um, Christmas price day. of Christmas trees is up about 10%. Oh, no kidding. You know why? Nope. Because of the recession in 2008. I'm sorry, what? That's crazy. What? Why, though? Were you what? saying I'm crazy and I don't know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, I just say that it's crazy that that, would, it, that would affect what's going on right now. Why is that? Because all the prices... Dropped and now they're because in 2008 back. we were slipping into a, a major recession and people weren't buying as much so they didn't gotcha. cut as many trees so they didn't replace and it takes about ten years for a seedling to grow into a Christmas tree. Aha! Hmm. Interesting. That's He's not interested. He looked right away from me. He said, "Yeah, whatever." I'm going to look up Christmas trees now. Is that all right? Oh. Christmas trees. Oh. New York Times paying more for your for your tree. Blame the Great Recession. Oh boy. Yeah, bro. The average price for average price for a Christmas tree now is about seventy dollars. Christ. Damn, that's excessive. 74, yeah, it was $36 when? in 2008. Oh, boy. Doubled, doubled in price. Doubled huh. in price, Fritz. I got a fake one two years ago. Yeah. Big Christmas tree can't get me down. Nope. Mm-hmm. All fake. you got to do each year is just take it out. Hey, Jim, it's an easy cleanup. Orlando City Commissioner Regina Hill said today she's going to pursue criminal charges against a former Orlando firefighter. The firefighter Joshua Granada was fired after recording Regina Hill during a medical call. Mm. In August of 2017. Now, during a news conference, she stood out there with her people around her by the courthouse and outside the courthouse and said she is planning a, a lawsuit because he violated her privacy. He violated the law and he violated the public trust. Yeah, uh, she claims, I guess he was part of a unit that responded to something and he recorded a her. Hotel. And then he played it in. According to her, I believe, played it in front of other firefighters. And geez, it turns out know. he encountered Miss Hill yeah. at a at a DoubleTree hotel by Hilton uh, um, at four o'clock in the afternoon at late August. Yeah. And he said he encountered her. He felt threatened by her behavior. He began started the taping, and then he he stopped when he found out who she was. But you're not supposed to obviously record a patient during treatment. And, well, what is and, he recording uh, it for? Because he wanted he some kind of proof that he was he was being threatened. He, you know, he felt threatened. He said. Yeah. And uh, he later played the recording at, in the, at the firehouse. You know, to, I like her. I kind of like her. She has she had a hard life. She lost a daughter not too long ago. They said that her hotel room yeah. looked like you were having a college rage party. Nothing in there. wrong with that. Uh, littered with liquor bottles, reeking okay. of cigarettes, and she began making accusatory remarks and cursing, 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 and all this. And I hate all you firemen and all this kind of jazz. And so he's taping this whole thing. And now she says, I'm suing you. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, she's got a big opinion. There, you know, I like her. Detectives are investigating a late night shooting over in Pine Hills. What a surprise. Every day, another shooting over there. A woman was found injured at a home and later pronounced dead at the hospital. 
What led up to this shooting is not clear. Uh, Crime Central over there. It is. I'm yeah, not saying there aren't. Of course, there are other areas of well, Central nice Florida that have crime, but man, Pine Hills. Oof. You got friends coming down mm-hmm. for the holidays. They say, there. this is absolutely gorgeous. We're getting the hell out of New Hampshire or Indiana because, we're boy, this is beautiful wintertime. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've heard about that Pine Hills. Is that a nice place to no, live? No. no. no, 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 no What's no, no, funny is that to anyone outside the state, it sounds like a gorgeous place yeah, to ooh, live. Oh, Pine Hills. I'm not saying that everybody in Pine Hills is a criminal. I'm no, not saying that not. at all. They're hardworking, good people who live in Pine Hills. But unfortunately, a lot of crime activity as well. That area's been corrupted. Uh, Jim, this is the first weekend in Tampa. Everybody's breathing a sigh of relief because the suspected serial, not serial killer... Howell Donaldson is in jail. People who live in that Seminole Heights neighborhood, whew, they're breathing a sigh of relief, looking forward to a weekend in almost two, the first weekend in almost two months with no threat out there. Donaldson was arrested at the McDonald's. Remember this earlier this week where he worked when he handed somebody a gun and said, well, look out for this, will you? The manager. Yeah. The manager oh. is going to get $110,000 in reward money. Damn. He gave it to a worker who then told the manager. Yeah, but... The way I read it today, it was essentially the manager or the shift manager. I see. I don't have any managers you have in a McDonald's, but one of the managers. I see. And who alerted a policeman who just happened to be at the McDonald's at that time doing some doing paperwork. Some That's but, right. uh, yeah, I think they, mm-hmm. they said today or yesterday, uh, this, this manager, she will be given the reward every money. single cent, $110,000. Did you share any of it? With whom? I don't know. Maybe your coworkers. Maybe. Yeah. Well, who did he? Well, hand? wait a minute. I mean, if she said, "Hey, wait a minute. Can you look? You know, can you? No. Can you watch the fryer for me for just I don't a second? Think that's right. I don't, I don't think it's right because this Howell Donaldson handed the gun to a coworker who then told the manager. That's the original story. I don't think. I don't think that's the story. Now, I think the story was mm, he was a he, the reward money. Well, he was a shift manager. Who got? Who handed the gun to whom? Howell Donaldson handed, handed the gun to, to who? A manager. That's the story now. Oh, it changed. All right. No, well, it's just it's that's just true. Fair. That's I don't, fine. I don't know, Mo. I I'm just saying that. somebody's getting one hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't want the guy with the with the you know the hat. That's not going to happen. Shut out. Has anybody stepped forward and said, "Look, I'm the person hey. who took the gun. I ought to get the reward money." Mm. No, I'm, nobody's. No, it's all. I hope it's they all smear settled. Them too. It's okay. All right. Jewelry could prove that the widow of the Pulse <laughs> nightclub shooter knew about the attack beforehand. Yeah. Noor Salman. What? Was the um, is now the widow of the guy who shot up Pulse. I don't even like to say his name. Mm. Wait. But it turns out federal prosecutors filed a motion in response. Everybody's filing motions back and forth. But Noor Salman, the, the, the widow of the shooter, um, the U.S. attorneys claim that in a couple of days before the attack at Pulse, the two of them, the husband and wife, spent $25,000 on jewelry just days before the attack. All right. In so. June of 16. But Salman's attorneys claim that the husband had a history of hiding things from her, like cheating on her and all this, yeah. using cover stories saying, oh, my friend, you know, whatever. Uh, prosecutors, though, say in their motion that that claim is hearsay and should not be allowed in court. They say the fact that the two of them bought all of this expensive jewelry right before the proves that she knew something about that was upcoming about I don't us. think she knew squat. No, that doesn't prove that she knows anything, I don't think. I don't see where they make I think they're just trying to score points or something. Like, you know, I think she was just you know, essentially didn't have a clue. Yeah. She hadn't been in the country that long. She I think culturally speaking, she, you know, she didn't know anything. She had learning disabilities.
Did she? Yeah. I don't remember hearing that. I don't remember hearing that either. I remember hearing it. Uh, Research is on it. Research. You better get on that. No, don't say anything about people. I don't want to be called in by the feds. Uh, the Florida Department of Health. Well, it won't be me. It'll be you. Look out. Oh, boy. Fritz, uh, F-R- Listen. Stop. Uh, over- I have to pay for a lawyer. The Florida Department of Health says, watch out if you get bitten by a mosquito in Volusia County. Why? Oh, no. State health officials are confirming a case of West Nile virus in Volusia. Man. Whatever. I thought we got rid of that. These chickens, you know, they have these chickens that they test to see what's doing with the chickens because they have the antibodies for the virus or whatever. Yeah. They say this case increases the concern for transmission to humans. So here's the advice. Don't get bitten by a mosquito. Like, I really have control of that. The U.S. Department of Health is warning people about eating raw cookie dough. Why? Oh, that's because it has E. coli. It's one of the best things in the world. salmonella. It has raw eggs in it or whatever you get from raw eggs. Yeah, but there's... I'm just saying, don't... You know, you don't have to attack me. I'm not... just passing on the information. I'm not attacking you. like pick on gym day. Oh, boy. It was that blanket apology that got everybody annoyed. At least me. It's a blanket apology. No, that's not an apology. What is it? I don't then? know. It's like it's just words. I don't know what it is. It's just I'm apologizing for everything in the past and everything in the future. It doesn't really resonate. Apolo- Sorry. Okay, so, so her. Well, uh, if, I'm not, if nobody's going to accept my apology, resonate. then I'm going to start letting right. loose. What do you? Oh, oh boy. God. Oh, no. Come oh on. God. Yeah. Come on. Don't do it. Her, and then uh, you're going to say, "Well, you need to apologize." Well, apologize for something specific. Or you wanted me? Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't don't let loose, please, please. It's a closed environment in here. Oh man, we we could get. So many downloads for today's episode. Oh, stop it. President uh, Trump, Jim, is planning to visit the Florida Panhandle just a few miles away from Alabama's border and just days ahead of that state's hotly contested U.S. Senate race. According to newspapers, the Trumpster will hold a campaign-style rally next Friday in Pensacola, just a little bit over the border. Yahoo! Uh, they say the president is likely to spend most of his time attacking Democrats and certainly... Uh, attacking Doug Jones, who was running against Roy Moore. That's the best you can do now, mm. Pensacola. Pensacola. He's afraid to go to Alabama, you know. <laughs> Pensacola. Uh, I know. That's uh, close enough. That's what they're saying. I know. But... It turns out Jimmy Kimmel has gotten into this Roy yeah, Moore fracas. Uh, they're, they're, twi- uh, they're having a Twitter fight. Um, <laughs> Roy Moore and Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, they got into a, a thing yesterday uh, after the Kimmel show pulled a stunt at a Moore rally in an Alabama church. Yesterday, Moore tweeted, uh, at Jimmy Kimmel, if you want to mock our Christian values, come down here to Alabama and do it man to man. Sounds please. like a threat, you know, to me. On his uh, show last night, Kimmel said he accepts that invitation and said he'll come down there. he kick your ass. And uh, he said, we'll talk about Christian oh, yeah. values. We'll Kimmel's have a little tough. Panda Express. We'll talk about Christian values. I, mean, I, you know. I think Pinkman could take Kimmel, but Kimmel could take more. I think so. Hey, Kimmel's been working out. How do you know? He he was chubby, and then he lost all the weight. Oh, I see. Uh, Governor Baldy is headed for the Holy Land. He's taking a delegation Ooh. of 70 Florida businesses, business and education leaders on a trade mission to Israel this weekend. Working on his bona fides as he get, gets ready to run for the he Senate. He told Enterprise okay. Florida's board of directors... Mm-hmm. That the goal is to return from Israel with more jobs. Yeah, okay, okay, sure. Last time he went there in 2011 was an astonishing success, according to Governor Scott. He says the international trade between Florida and Israel adds up to $300 million a year. Yeah, whatever. Okay. And he takes full credit for every dollar. Yeah, all right. U.S. Senator Bill Nelson from Florida, of course, wants to make any temporary middle-class tax cuts contained in the Republican tax reform bill permanent. 
According to a release from Bill Nelson's office, the approval of Nelson's amendment would require the Senate to suspend consideration of the current measure Wanna make and a send bet it on back that? to the Finance oh boy, Committee. Have they're, not, we? they're not doing anything with Democrats at all. On the Senate floor late last night, Bill Nelson said the tax bill is a big cut for corporations and not a cut for hardworking this, uh, families. This tax bill is a gift that keeps on giving for the Democratic Party. Just wait till the midterms. You wait for the Democrats and the independents to oh, turn Mitch out. Oh, Mitch McConnell is so happy. He's dancing the Kazatsky up in Washington. What's the rush on this, He says way? he has the votes he needs. He has the 49 or 50, whatever he would yeah, need with Pence. They're rushing this thing through it. because yep. the longer it uh, remains out there under debate, the more the American people will find out that it's a scam. All Democrats are expected to vote no, calling the bill a big gift to the wealthy. They've had no hearings on this and the only thing they put out is bullet points nobody has ever even read the bill <laughs> the, the republicans who are voting for it when you ask them details they don't know about it either <laughs> it's like uh, yeah <laughs> it's it's hard to believe that they're passing such a wide-ranging uh piece of legislation without any public hearings and they've jammed it up in the last couple of weeks yeah, when it. ronald reagan when the reagan administration pushed its uh, tax cuts uh it was ronald reagan and then house speaker tip o'neill a democrat and they had i believe three months worth of public hearings correct on this back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and reconciliation and back and forth and back and forth you know playing the little good game this and that and whatever but uh, parties came together and essentially i give you give i take you take this that whatever and everybody was happy as as a clam, and that's the way it's supposed to work. That's true. I think. It is, right. Uh, Geraldo Rivera is in the news. Uh, all this sexual innuendo and, and sexual harassment and bad behavior and all that. Yeah. Geraldo, um, Bette Midler asked him for an apology, and she got one. But it wasn't, an, it, was a, it was also a crummy apology, Jim. It wasn't without, he doubted her side of the story. He tweeted his response. Uh, apologies via tweet are no good either. But anyway, he tweeted his apology to Bette Midler's recollection of an encounter back in the 70s where she claimed that Geraldo forcibly groped her after he and a producer pushed her into a bathroom. Ooh. Although I recall the time that Bette Midler has alluded to much differently than she does, that doesn't change the fact she has a right to speak out and demand an apology from me for, in the very least, publicly embarrassing her all those years ago. Didn't he come to Matt Lauer's defense? And, he had yeah. an awkward tweet or some yes, kind of... Did. Talking about um, workplace uh, flirtations. Right. And, you know, he wrote in his book that uh, he was having sex. I don't know whether he's all having sex the- with interns or young executives down in the boiler room. Oh, yeah. And was proud of it. Yes. Uh, Geraldo did defend Matt Lauer uh, as well. And uh, then apologize for that first. He's, he's then, just looking for the spotlight. You know, maybe, he's on Fox right. once every three weeks or so, uh-huh. you know. And, oh, boy. Uh, on, let me tell you this. A, a new, uh, speaking of Matt Lauer, uh, they, they now have had new people come forward. Uh, and, and what the, the biggest piece of this Matt Lauer story today is that women came forward to NBC executives and they got complaints but did absolutely nothing about it. Current or former? Both. The New York Post says women complained about Lauer's behavior, but it was ignored way before he was fired this week. In addition, they say some of the co-hosts were putting on a show when they acted shocked regarding reports of his sexually inappropriate behavior. One female staffer said they were afraid of Matt Lauer and the repercussions it would have on their careers. Because they they issued an an apology, a statement, and they used the word current. That current top-level management of NBC were not aware of this. Yeah. So I don't know. 
All right. Uh, it was one well, of the. Well, that's, a le- that's you legally. You remember the, the whisper campaign when we went mentioned, we, we heard these words, and it's everybody, pss, 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 you know, Maddie's sort of a dirty dog. Yeah, but pss, what pss, I'm pss, saying pss. is they're new executives and top level people at right. NBC, and they may not have known anything. Mm. Well, there's that. That's why they put current in there to protect themselves. I see. So we didn't know anything. Uh, actress Meghan Markle is f- being formally introduced today as Prince Harry's fiance with a time-honored Again. royal tradition today. Listen to this. They take part in a so-called walkabout. Walkabout? A walkabout. A short walk where locals can meet and cheer on the couple. It's kind of like a parade, but with two people. My sources tell me there was no way that the royal family, the queen, mm. was going to allow them to get married in Westminster Abbey or St. Paul's. Why? Because she's mixed race? American. Because she's divorced? Catholic. Oh. Maybe she just doesn't like her. Well, that's not nice. Yeah, maybe well, she's had a bad personality. Yeah. A royal spoke- you right now, that's not lasting 10 years. A royal spokesperson, we'll Jim, no, said we'll see. Prince Harry chose Nottingham for the walkabout because that city is special to him because he does charitable stuff there involving area youth groups. So he didn't do it in London. He didn't do it outside Buckingham Palace. He did it in Nottingham. Like, like yeah. Nottingham Hill. Or, yeah, That's like a part of London, isn't the it? Sheriff of Nottingham. I don't know. It, it doesn't say. Nottingham. Hill. Not, Nottingham. Nottingham's Notting- a part of London. It's probably Nottingham, but I don't know. Anyway, it turns out that Nottingham. that's where they did the walkabout no, no, no. today. That's a royal tradition, and Harry and Meghan did that. Oh, you're thinking that. of the sheriff of Nottingham. That's what I said. The From Robin Hood. Yeah, but I think that's a yeah. different Nottingham. I think that's oh. up north. I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe that's where they were. It doesn't say London. It says Nottingham. Midlands? Uh, maybe. We're all family. They don't want to go north. All right, fine. If they go north, it's into Scotland. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Selena Gomez, Jim, is Billboard's Woman <laughs> of the Year. What? This year, but says the award should go to her best friend who saved her life. She, boy, did she cry boo-hoo the whole time she got her acceptance speech yesterday and thanked Francis Raisa for donating a kidney Ooh. to her. Yeah. Raisa presented the Woman of the Year Award to Selena Gomez in a ceremony in L.A. Mm. Now, Selena shocked her fans back just in September when she announced she had a kidney transplant during the summer because she suffers from lupus. That's serious business, isn't it? Yeah, lupus. lupus. Mm -hmm. What is lupus? A blood Uh, uh, disorder? I think it might be, or joints or something. Isn't that what uh, Charles Corral died of? Lupus? You die of lupus? I think he had a very, very very serious case of lupus. It's an autoimmune disease. See Charles Corralt. See what Charles Corralt, the great correspondent for CBS Sunday this morning, morning or whatever. what he yeah. died of. Uh-huh. Seal had lupus. You know what I'm talking about? Well, you don't get rid of it. If you have you it, have no you idea have... who I'm talking about. Charles Corralt, the great Charles Corralt. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Oh, my, oh God. my God. It's, it's generational. How does this it's generational. I have to keep uh, reminding myself. He's an American myself. journalist. Thank you. Yes, he was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, he was. Oh, he was the first anchor of CBS News Sunday morning. Oh, didn't we just say? You just said that. Yeah. Well, all right, let's move on, shall we? I'm trying. Titanic is is sailing back to the theaters. Uh, Paramount, AMC Theaters, and Dolby are bringing the 1997 oh, blockbuster back for only one week starting today. Yeah. One of the worst movies It was ever. the winner of 11 Academy Awards. It's playing in AMC Theaters across the U.S. It was the best picture 20 years ago. This is its 20th anniversary. They're running it for one week and one week only. Mm. It made A-listers. And future Oscar winners of Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet yeah. and grossed more than $2 billion with a B at the box office. All right, birthdays, Happy, please. happy birthday today to one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Perrault did have lupus, by the way. Oh, uh, lupus. Points. That's very Yo, I'll take a point on that. Oh, Doesn't matter whether I get the birthday. How about now. Sarah Silverman? Sarah Silverman is now 48 years old. She is 44. 46. 
Pinky and Jim Split. She's 47. Oh, yeah. Point going uh, into yeah. the weekend. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. How about Woody Allen? Woody Allen is now 77. He is 82. On the dot right there. Ah! Ho, ho, ho. He knew it. Weekend. Holiday Magic. Wow. All right. All right. Jeez, take it easy, will you? God, he's, he's hollering aggressive. every minute. You know Charles Carroll. Sure. And Bet Midler. Bet Midler. You mentioned her earlier in the news. Bet Midler is 55. 72. She is 72. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, you knew you're supposed to recuse yourself. Oh, you know. I was thinking of something. Well, there else. you go. That's the Lottie Dunn. Just call me Moira. I'm not going to apologize for that. It doesn't matter because I already issued a blanket apology. It doesn't hold over. <laughs> We're going to take a. It's a blanket apology. No, it doesn't work. It's for the rest of time. That doesn't work. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Pinkman's old-time surf report, followed by a bonus round of closest to the pin, Mr. Fritz against Pinkman. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will know everything. Alexa, how do I get rid of a deadbeat roommate? Try poisoning them. Uh, but until then, just tell her to play WTKS FM Orlando. Getting WTKS Orlando radio from iHeartRadio. Still more controversy over Matt Lauer's secret button and secret lock. More on that. First things first. Time for Pinkman's Old Time Surf Report. Ooh. Happy Friday. Same to you. It's been a strange week, huh? What do you mean? Matt Lauer and all oh, that. Oh, that was very upsetting. Well, you know, he did it, so... What? He's got to face the music, bro. Oh. No, I'm saying. Did you call me bro? Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Sure uh, did, bro. He'll start it. surfing. Sure did, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe he's got some time on his hands. He'll hand. turn his life around, uh-huh. get in the ocean, and realize he was a douche, and then... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously? Blanket apology for everything past and future. Blanket yeah, in apology. In times of anxiety and stress, uh, you turn to Mother Ocean. That's what I've always said. Oh, sorry. What? Speaking of turning to Mother Ocean, if you feel so inclined this weekend... Uh, Jacksonville Pier, we're looking at two to three foot waves, pretty steady up there if you're up in that area. And then New Smyrna, two to three foot as well, about the same thing. Then you go down to Cocoa Beach Pier, two to three feet, a little bit blown out, but still surfable. And then Sebastian Inlet, you get down there, nice, cool water, hanging out, watching the rocks so you don't crush your legs on them. Oh, You gotta be careful out at Sebastian. That's two to three foot feet. Mildly blown out, but still looking pretty good for uh, the weekend. I'll keep that in mind, then. All right. Okay. Let, let me know if you head down there. <laughs> Why? Are you bro? going? Maybe. Mm. Maybe I'll see that. you there. Might just do that, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aka! Aka! It's time for your slang of the week. Yeah, what do you got there? This week's wow. slang, bruh, is buggery. Buggery? Oh, Did Brad use that in a sentence? Buggery. Uh... Oh, man, stop with all the buggery. Mm. Yeah, I think that means that uh, when you're out on a wave and somebody's getting too close to you, coming from behind. Oh, I think it's too... You know what I mean? You're I out there, you, you see, you're ready for a, a big uh, wave to come along. You're getting ready to somebody's take right it. Somebody's right behind Somebody's coming right behind you, getting ready to... Oh, see, I thought it was... Having sex with animals? Because <laughs> that's... Yes. What... Yes, out of the yes on what? the ocean on your surfboard. How does that happen? Well, no. I'm just trying to think of this. No buggery. buggery. Okay. I think it. Maybe you're getting eaten up by sea. You know, like sea. Maybe yeah. Like jellyfish or sea lice or bugs or no sea. That's a good one. I like that one too. You know, stop with all the buggery already. You can't stand it. I, th- I think it's someone trying to uh, like hijack their surfboard or their spot. 
Mm. What is it? It's well, uh, it's it just means uh, you're doing something annoying. Like, hey oh, man, nonsense. knock it off with the buggery over there. <laughs> like if your friend won't stop singing a song nice. uh-huh. and he's not good at it, yeah, oh, right. You knock it off with the buggery. Then if he doesn't get it, you go, hey, who sings that song? He's like Sublime, and then you're <laughs> like, let's keep it that way, nerd. Oh, <laughs> boy, that's a lot. That's a long way to go for that. Yeah, it works. I like the yeah. yeah, it did work. Colors up, bro. It th- mm. <laughs> hey, bro, it throws people off <laughs> yeah. too because you're playing the long game on that one. Yeah, nice thing. Tiger Friday night, Sigma New, bro. <laughs> Bring the funnel. We're butt chugging. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. I don't know what that means, but I don't think uh, I like it. Are you guys butt chugging? Yeah. Stop it. Why on, do you keep bro. repeating it? Oh, it, yeah. Because it's, it's a good time. It's like exactly what it sounds like. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy. It's a good time. And I'll leave you with this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like the ancient Hawaiians used to say. What do they say? Mm. Used to say. Every wave has to come to the shore at some point, brother. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty, kind of get it. It's kind of right? like what's done in the dark will be brought to the yep. light. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay, I like that better. Well, that's uh, that's in a Johnny Cash song. Oh, okay. And Good. he wasn't Hawaiian. <clears throat> Not that we know of. So you say. <laughs> Jinx. All right, thank you, uh, Pinkman. Good mm, job. Thank you. All right. All right, it's time for a bonus round of Closest mm. to the Pin. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Okay, brother. Marcus is on the line. Marcus will choose either Fritz or Pinkman to win this bonus round of Closest to the Pin. If Marcus chooses correctly, he will win a You Matter business card. That guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. If Marcus chooses incorrectly, bad luck for 24 hours. Let me find uh, Marcus. Who do you want to go with, Marcus, uh, Fritz or Pinkman? Well, since Fritz didn't know the difference between buggery and bestiality, I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> All right. Okay, there. Marcus has chosen Pinkman. All right, we'll decide who goes first by rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. Two out of three Ooh. makes the decision to go first or go second. Ready? A one, two, three. Oh, scissors, oh, scissors. And one, two, three. Aha, uh-huh, oh. paper beats rock. All right. Daniel and paper. one, two, three. Ah, oh, rock beats scissors. Uh, one and one. This is it. One, two, three. Oh, rock and rock. One, two, three. Scissors ah! beats paper. Okay. Damn your scissors. I would like to uh, go second. You're going to go second? Yes. Okay. Oh, there you go. So you go to the soundproof booth. And uh, Fritz, if you'll shift over. You got it. All right. You're going to have to do the countdown as well there, Fritz. I don't think you can hear me. You're going to have to do the countdown as well. <laughs> Mo will, I am ready. Mo will keep score. I always do, yeah. Okay, you okay. are ready, Fritz? Yep, I'm ready. I have 10 questions for you. They are interconnected. Just answer each one to the best of your ability. A countdown, Fritz. Get it underway. Three, two, one, begin. Michael Flynn, President Trump's former national security advisor, has pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI. How old is Flynn? Uh, 66. The FBI was formed in what year? FBI, eight. 1972. J. Edgar Hoover was director of the FBI for many years, but the Hoover Vacuum Company was founded how many years ago? Mm, 110. A Dyson Cinetic Big Ball vacuum cleaner normally sells for how much? 
299. The song Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis was released in what year? 1955. The Doors released the song Light My Fire in 1967. Lead singer Jim Morrison died in what year? 1971. Jim Morrison died of a heart attack in Paris. What's the population of Paris? Uh, 4.1, uh, 3 million. The Woody Allen film Midnight in Paris was released in what year? <sighs> 1982. Actor Owen Wilson starred in that movie. How old is Owen Wilson? Um, yeah, 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 uh, 39. Get it within 35, you win outright. If Owen Wilson was a crow in Paris, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Berlin, Germany? Mm, 62. There you go. Hi. Hold on, time. There you go. Thank you. All right. Dang. Pinkman's on his way. Yeah. Okay. Fritz has done pretty well with these competitions against Mr. Pink. He has totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, because it's a special super-duper uh, bonus round mm-hmm. of closest to the pin, there is no handicap for Mr. Pink. Right. Oh, oh really? I have ten questions for you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Pinkman. Ten questions answered to the best of your ability. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. All right. Three, two, one, go. Michael Flynn, President uh, Trump's former national security advisor, has pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI. How old is Flynn? 71. The FBI was formed in what year? Uh, 1931. J. Edgar Hoover was director of the FBI for many years, but the Hoover Vacuum Company was founded how many years ago? Uh, 80. A Dyson Cinetic Big Ball Vacuum Cleaner normally sells for how much? $320. The song Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis was released in what year? 59. The Doors released the song Light My Fire in 1967. Lead singer Jim Morrison died in what year? 73. Jim Morrison died of a heart attack in Paris. What's the population of Paris? Uh, Two million. The Woody Allen film Midnight in Paris was released in what year? 2011. Actor Owen Wilson starred in that movie. How old is Owen Wilson? 46. Get it within 35, you went outright. If Owen Wilson was a crow in Paris, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Berlin, Germany? Uh, 237. Time. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Let's score it quickly. Let's see if uh, Marcus has good luck uh, for the rest of his life or bad luck for 24 hours. How old is Michael Flynn? Fritz said. 66. And Pinkman. 71. 59. Oh, Fritz. The FBI was formed in what year, Fritz said? 1872. Pinkman. 1931. Uh, My uh, sources say 1908. I thought it was uh, formed later with J. Edgar Hoover, but I think it initially was formed in 1908. Yay, I'm close. J. Edgar Hoover, director of the FBI for many years, but the Hoover Vacuum Company was founded how many years ago? Fritz said. 110. And Pinkman. 80. 109. Oh! Oh! Wow, you don't say. A Dyson Cinetic Big Ball (laughs) Vacuum Cleaner normally sells for how much? Fritz said. Two ninety nine. Pinkman. Three twenty. Five ninety nine. There's a pinky. The song time. Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis released in what year, Fritz said? Fifty five. And Pinkman. Fifty nine. Nineteen fifty seven. Right in the middle. So yeah. they each get a point. Uh, lead singer Jim Morrison of The Doors died in what year, Fritz said? 71. And Pinkman. 73. Right on the money, 1971. Oh! <laughs> Four oh, to go. Jim Morrison sleep. died of a heart attack in Paris. What's the population of Paris, Fritz said? Three million. Pinkman. Two million. Two million, 241,000. Uh, That's <laughs> The Woody Allen film Midnight in Paris released in what year, Fritz said? 82. Uh-oh. Pinkman. <laughs> 2011. 2011, oh, right in the money. No, we got I'm it on done. the dot. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. I'm done. Two okay. to go. No, you're not done. It's five. Pinkman has six. Actor Fritz has Owen five. Wilson starred in that movie. How old is Owen Wilson? Fritz said. 39. Pinkman. 46. 49. There's Pinky. All right. Oh, yeah. But you it can all redeem comes down yourself. To this. Yes. 
Get it within 35, you'll win outright. Oh, if boy. Owen Wilson was a crow in Paris, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Berlin, Germany, Fritz said? 62 miles. Pinkman. 235. The answer, 546. Oh, yeah. Pinkman gets it Yay. and wins the game. Sorry about that, Fritz. Damn it. Not one of your better uh, showings. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts <laughs> in horseshoes. <laughs> oh, let's not get snarky about it. It's going to be a great weekend. Mm. Daddy-o. Anybody have one of those Dyson vacuum uh, no. cleaners? Yeah. I don't. I would like to say, though, buggery in the United Kingdom oh, is boy. often used uh, for uh, both gah, the gah, 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 and bestiality. Gah, 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 gah. Yeah, well, we're not buggery. in the UK now, are we? Yeah, ob- yeah obviously. Painfully so, now that I know. And I'm wrong. Well, you went off the rails with that midnight in Paris. I, I that, he never heard too. of it. It's Woody Allen. I, I typically stay away from him. I think I've seen one movie of his. Really? It was, like a, it was a you criminal would... movie? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm like, uh, okay. What? See you later, Woody. Mm. I usually go on to something else. See, I think you'd, hey, you would you're like the type. It. I think you would enjoy Woody Me Allen too. movies. I've, I've read, uh, what's the book, Without Feathers? That's him? Yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah, Without Feathers or something, something like Feathers. Yeah, yeah, back in like high school. I was like, oh, okay, it's funny. He had some really, really funny like plays in there that he did, like a couple page plays. But... It was a pretty good stand-up. He was on the Ed Sullivan show all the time that he went into acting and directing. and Yes. He's a creep. <laughs> Total creep. But you can oh. still appreciate his films, at least I can. Mm. Anyway, so uh, there we go. We'll take a little break. We're going to come back. Lots of other things to uh, talk about that are happening in the news today. No uh, audio file because Jack remains on vacation. He'll be back with us on Monday. We'll talk with Pat Clark in about 20 minutes or so. Plenty of things to talk about sports-wise, including the new coach for uh, the University of Florida football coach, Jimbo Fisher's leaving FSU. Got this big game, uh, University of Central Florida versus Memphis tomorrow for the AAC championship. Big deal there, no question about that. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Oh, I like to play the music and have good time. I love to hear no train Well, thank you, Hank Jr. A great album, by the way. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What circa nineteen eighty two, eighty three, something like that. around there. Yeah. Okay. okay. There you go. By the way, uh, cheese grits are not southern, and don't uh, don't let anybody uh, tell you otherwise. Why not? Did somebody because try to tell grits. you that? No. No. There's. Uh, I won't mention the publication, but there's kind of like an argument over whether. Not really an argument over whether cheese grits are Southern. Now, I'm not saying Southerners don't eat cheese grits. They do, but cheese grits are relatively new on the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, grits are grits. You eat grits. You eat grits with butter and a little bit of cracked pepper, maybe. And that's it. Salt. That's that's yeah, grits. That's, oh, yeah. A little that's bit of good salt. Stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there you go. Right. Now, I'm not against cheese grits. I just want to make it very clear. That's not Southern cooking. Nope. 
I don't understand. Oh, yeah, you'll get the toys. I've been having cheese grits for 50 years. So it's a northern thing. No. No, it's not. I think it's a nouveau southern thing. Ah, nouveau southern. So it is southern, southern, but it's not Yeah, but it's not standard southern cooking. I understand. Right. I mean, you can doctor up, uh, you know, um, uh, um, snapper. You know, in a in a cast iron skillet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with pepper and whatever, that's relatively new too, coming out of New Orleans. Like the blackened this like and bla- blackened exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Come on, Paul Prudhomme. But he changed the way we eat. Yeah, Southerners. I, I mean, right? I have some well, Paul. Per- huh? Go ahead. I have some Paul Prudhomme redfish. Blackened seasoning yeah. mix or something in my cabinet. That's a good yeah. time. No oh. idea where it came from. But was he the guy who kind of looked like Dom DeLuise? Yes. That's exactly right. Yes, yeah. exactly. He did. He's bigger than Dom DeLuise. Oh, totally. Yeah. He had to use one of those larks. Dom DeLuise only did but a couple of things in TV shows, right? Didn't he do like Candid S- Camera? Well, he did Smokey the Bandit, didn't Smokey he? The, okay, yeah. A couple of them. Let me look it up. Looks like he and Burt Reynolds got along. He, he had a funny laugh, Burt Reynolds. Like a high-pitched, yeah. girly Dumb laugh. Louise had a funny laugh, too. Yeah, I always thought it was kind of fake myself. Oh, you did? Yeah. Mm. One of those fake laughs you can tell when people are... <laughs> like that Anthony Bourdain show out of Charleston that I'm still dumb open about. <laughs> You're still mad. Really? I am mad about that. Well, that's just... So- Snotball. You know, eating some fancy appetizer that would cost you 35 bucks for a couple of strips of bacon mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and uh, denigrating chilies in the process. Really? Yeah, go screw Leave yourself. chilies out of yeah, it. Yeah, number one, you're eating for free there, bub. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong. You know, people uh, people say, here we go again. See, oh, all, you know, here we God. go again. You know, there are people out there, they save their they save their money so they can eat a chilies or a red lobster or, you know, Olive Garden or someplace like that. You know, they, they squirrel money away for the opportunity maybe to take the family out to one of these places. And they have a good time and they love those baby back ribs at chilies. And there's Anthony Bourdain, you know, eating a couple of strips of some kind of southern boar bacon or whatever the hell it is. I'm bitching about it. Yeah. Exactly. Number one, you're eating for free there, bub. We yeah, think. Bub. Oh, well, he's eating for free. I don't know. You think he's paying for it? His production company probably pays for it, or They're CNN pays for it, it or somebody. Oh, he submits an expense account. He's not, he's not <laughs> like a reporter for the New York Times, for crying out. It's Anthony Bourdain. He's just doing a television show. He's got a P card. He just got to write him a letter. Yeah, there we where go. was I going with this? I'm not sure. I don't even know where I started. So Spielberg, you've written a letter to. That didn't work out so hot. You're going to write a letter to Bourdain now. Oh, That's not going to work I out know, so hot. I know what it was. We were talking about Burt Reynolds, and you said his laugh sounds fake, and then you said just like Bourdain. No, no, Bourdain, not with a fake laugh. It was that chef out of Charleston who had a fake laugh. Oh, okay. You think Bourdain worked at a Chili's once, and that's why he's so angry? Mm. No, I don't think he worked at. No, I don't think he. No, I think he had some stints as a dishwasher, and that. Why did he go to CIA Culinary Institute of America? Mm. Meet girls. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just I don't know. That. I'm sorry, I don't know. Just wondering. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's Beth. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and try to convince me the cheese grits are southern. Yeah, because my grandmother did it since before I was born. Yeah, we all know that she was born in North Dakota. Oh! Yeah, right. She was born in Macon, Georgia. Oh, mm. oh what do they know Thanks. about grits? 
Oh, they know Georgia. It's Georgia. They know grits. Now they know peaches. Oh, my God. Uh, we know grits, too, because my ex-husband was from West Virginia, and he didn't even know what grits were. He thought you put sugar and milk on them like cream of wheat. You're kidding me. Wow. That's... No, I'm not kidding you. Now, well, real grits, a real grits eater, wouldn't you agree? It's butter and cracked pepper and a little bit of salt. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some people put cheese in it, she says. Yeah. See? And that's the way I was brought up with cheesy oh. grits. Well, now we know the problem. Oh, see. See, yeah, that's I what see. happened with you. Mm. Too much God, cheese. Yeah, you had, that you ain't ain't too much. the only thing that went wrong with me, honey bunny. Uh, all right, oh, okay. Oh, boy. All right, have another cocktail on me. Mm. Another smoke. Did you hear Applebee's is doing $1 Long Island iced teas? No. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because they did Dollaritas a couple months back, and I guess it was successful. Well, anyway. Good yeah. for them. Oh, yeah. I've had enough time this weekend to write that letter to Bourdain. No, you're very busy. How do you yeah, make... I got to paint the door. How Again? do you make homemade grits? How do you make them? Yeah, like, can, can, you, get, can you buy corn? Do you make it in hominy? What do you do? Do you, do you scrape it? Do you grate it? You buy the you buy the grits, not instant grits. No, you buy it in a bag like flour. Yeah, follow the directions. And it's on the bag. Yeah, it's easy. Mm-hmm. But you can't make like homemade. He's I, that is homemade. One. Then after well, it cools scratch. down, you can, little, uh, you can make little you can make little grits cakes and fry them. Mm. Pour some honey on them. You're thinking oh, they have to make good. your own That's flour. Damn good, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like because it's no. it's from corn, right? Take a tug on the jug. Oh God, grits cake. There you go. Shrimp and grits. Oh my god, so good. that's good stuff. Yeah, that is great that is stuff. So but you gotta tasty. know what you're doing. I'm a shrimp and grits aficionado. Are you? Yes, I am. Apparently, well, if you use bacon fat, that's like a lot of people's secret. I think that's probably very true. That's the secret for a lot of food. Scott Maxwell of the Orlando Sentinel writes the Taking Names column, not known for his great cooking skills, but he does pride himself on his on his uh, shrimp and grits. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. I will talk with Pat Clark. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman in California dropped off a box of donations to a Goodwill store. The only problem? Along with her tchotchkes, she also donated a dang hand grenade. Big Daddy would have bought it post-haste. In Minnesota, an anonymous person sent police $1,000 30 years after a hit-and-run crash. Since records don't go back that far, the department will use it for new technology and upgrades. No guilt is forgotten so long as the conscience still knows of it. Points. Speaking of police, Massachusetts officers responding to a bank robbery found their perp hiding out in a porta potty. What a crappy situation. Smell you later stink face. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Friday edition of the Phillips File. Every Friday at this time, of course, we talk with Pat Clark, who handles sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. Without further ado, we have a lot of ground to cover. Please welcome Pat Clark back to the program. Hello, Patrick. James, how was Thanksgiving for you? It was okay. I have an okay? in- Yeah, it was all right. I had steaks. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, uh, I I I tend to agree with you. I'm not you know, it's me, my wife and my brother-in-law and it was like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to spend all that time cooking all that stuff. So we just had steaks, put them on the big green egg, had some asparagus, you know. Yeah. 
some mashed potatoes. Everything was beautiful. Fried bologna sandwich for me. Oh, oh bad. now, now I you're feel making bad. me sad. What? Don't feel bad. It's delicious. <laughs> Good. I got you an instant pot. <laughs> no, I did. To give away? Yeah, it's, it's but yeah, exactly. Whatever you want to do with it, you can keep it, give it away, whatever you want to do with it. But uh, I, ha- I, I, I do have one. It's in the living room. Is so, he supposed to come over and get it? No, I'll, I'll get it to you somehow. I mean, we'll, we'll get that figured out. I just want to let you know that I got one for you. I think Jack said he would uh, try to get into the prize vault over there at the okay. radio station, give me a couple of prizes for the uh, okay. fundraiser. Well, I got one for you. If you're serious, James, you're serious about donating, I'd be, I'd be honored. No, I have it. I mean, I'll, I'll take a photograph of it and send it to you. I mean, it, it's there. I got <laughs> I it for you. you. Instant Pot. It makes food fast all in one pot. Oh, yes. Forget that old school. Uh, i got to get into some things now. Scott Frost. Let's talk about Scott Frost. Oh, bye-bye. He's, he is good as gone come Sunday. Am I correct? Um, well, all signs are kind of pointing that way now. Yeah. But obviously there's no official word. Right, right. I do know that um, there are TV stations driving satellite trucks down from Nebraska today. Are they really? Yeah. Tomorrow because they're, they're assuming that uh, this is going to happen. This I can tell you. I can't tell you how I know this, but I do know this Uh-oh. as fact. This past Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Frost didn't know what he was going to do. He has he has been torn, and I know that uh, this has been an agonizing time for him. I bet he, he obviously wants to make the right decision for for himself and for his family, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to let anyone down, and it doesn't matter what happens here. He's going to let people down. It's um, and it's hard to say this. It's going to sound funny for someone mm-hmm. who is, either way, going to make millions of dollars. I almost feel sorry for him because he, you know, and the funny thing is, if the Nebraska job didn't come open, then we probably wouldn't have this conversation. He turned down Florida. Didn't want to talk to Florida about right. that job. And right. if you think about it, that sounds Weird, doesn't it? I mean, who turns down Florida? Who doesn't have a conversation with Florida if the Gators come calling? He's a fiercely loyal guy. And when he says that he loves his players and he loves his existence at UCF, he means it. He really likes it there. Yeah, I don't doubt that so, for a second. I mean, I think uh, I think he probably thought, and it looks like he had a very good chance of building a dynasty at UCF, but that, uh, you know... Nebraska comes calling, you know, he was the quarterback for Nebraska and, you know, I thought I thought from the beginning, I mean, that would happen. A lot well, of these coaches, be... it's ego. It's it's not the and, money so much, it's ego. Well, yeah. Uh that you know, ego plays into all of these I think so. all of these decisions, but it does make tomorrow's AAC championship game at uh, Spectrum Stadium a little bit bizarre. I mean, there's going to be a, a different feel to that because, you know, assuming we don't find out before the game what he's going to do, and mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty mm-hmm. safe assumption, um, everyone will be watching the game wondering. Wondering if this is the last game that Scott Frost coaches at UCF. Um, you know, and let's say that UCF beats Memphis, and there's no guarantee that's going to happen. Oh. Since UCF defeated Memphis, on September 30th, and I believe the final score of that game was 40-13. to 13. It was a rout. Since that game, no team in America has scored more points than Memphis. I mean, they put up 70 points on opponents twice. So 
they're coming to play. And obviously, they've got that revenge factor right. at work here as well. But let's say that UCF wins the game, James. Mm-hmm. Then they would go to the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, and they would play a legitimate opponent. It's a New Year's Day. It's a New Year's Six Bowl game, right. which means they could play, depending on what what plays out in you know these other conference championship games on Saturday, they could play an Ohio State. They could play Georgia. They could even play Alabama, uh, which would be a great – against any of those teams, it would yeah. be a great litmus test. So I guess my point is th- this coach comes in, he takes an 0-12 team, and in two years yeah. UCF realizes its first unbeaten season ever, and just the whole idea of them playing in a bowl game without Scott Frost on the sidelines is, is just – well, it's sad. You here's know, a pre- it's- yeah, here's a prediction. Here's a prediction. He will get a standing ovation tomorrow by UCF fans. I think UCF oh, fans and boosters are disappointed, but, uh, you know, we understand. Everybody understands. I saw that game last weekend. I thought it was abs- last Friday. I thought it was absolutely fantastic, one of the best college games that I can remember. And, I mean, I, I think then and there, and you've been talking about this for a long time because we've questioned about why they couldn't fill the stadium and games passed. I mean, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a fan now. I'm, a, you know, I'm never, I'm never going to stop being a Gator, but that's, my, that's a hometown team. I consider now UCF my hometown team. Aww. I do. I thought, I, th- I thought it was Aww. fantastic football. I just thought it was it was exciting. It was fun to watch, and hopefully they will continue with that level of success. But I think UCF people, uh, I think they, you know, they understand that this well, happens. That was the marketing campaign that they had, you know, this is your this is your hometown team. Yeah, you don't I think have it worked. to have gone to UCF, good. but you're living here now, so you can support your Gators or Seminoles or Hurricanes or right. whatever. Um, but you live here, so there's nothing wrong with supporting the hometown team as well. Right. And, James, I have to tell you that since I arrived here in 1986, I've gone to a lot of UCF football games, mm-hmm. and I have never experienced anything like this. I remember when the Knights defeated Baylor in that huge upset a few years ago out of the Fiesta Bowl, and I'm thinking it's just never going to get better than it is right now. Well, I was wrong. That experience in that stadium, and Scott Frost even said in his post-game comments, we saw tonight a glimpse of what things should be like here at UCF and what they can be like and what they uh, potentially will be like. A sold-out crowd, and that place went nuts when Mike Hughes returned that kickoff 95 yards for a touchdown. I I thought my eardrums were going to pop. It was incredible to be standing on the field and witness that, something I wasn't certain I ever would witness at that stadium. Um, but it was extremely cool. Let me move on to a couple of other uh, Florida teams. We've got a new uh, head coach, Dan Mullen, for the uh, University of Florida for the Gators, who has been a big-time coach, uh, SEC coach. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, now the big news today, Jimbo Fisher leaving Florida State to go to a SEC team, Texas A&M. And... uh, for a lot See, of money, James. Yeah, and I think that's part of the. And I also think among these coaches, it's you know, it's it's they're like business people. They want to take something that's struggling and say, "I can turn this around. I can make this a success." And that's part of that's part of the that's part of the ego. That's part of who they are. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else going on with Jimbo Fisher, or maybe was the what are they offering him there at Texas A and M? Money wise. Well, the report is that it's a ten year uh, deal. Yeah, with seven and a half million. A year? So, I mean, it's, oh, a, it's Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Him, That's ridiculous. The, the second highest paid coach in America behind 
Nick Saban, who's making more than eleven million dollars. That's not right. Saban's average. I mean, it's not right. Uh, salary right. is a little over eight eight million dollars. Uh-huh. And money money always is part of you know any equation. But yeah. I also believe that in this case, with regard to Jimbo, that his relationship with administrators at Florida State had become toxic to the point that they just couldn't get along anymore. Oh no, couldn't. I mean, he he was upset because. Florida State wasn't uh, providing uh, better facilities for mm. his team, for his his program. That he wanted a, a standalone football facility uh, that he doesn't have. He sees what Clemson is doing up there, and he's thinking, "I I want that, and we should have that." And he always wanted more money, and uh, administrators just got tired of listening to it. Who's going to take so, his place? Do we know? I don't know. Any idea? No. No names no. being bandied about. No. And you know, they've got a game tomorrow. They play Louisiana Monroe. <clears throat> a game that they rescheduled because they need one more win to become bowl eligible. Right. One of the assistants of Del Haggins will be coaching tomorrow, so Jimbo won't be anywhere to be seen as they try to. I mean, there's that, there will be another bizarre atmosphere up there in Tallahassee. It was going to be strange enough having Louisiana Monroe come in and play just to see how many people would actually be there. I wonder how many people will be there now. Um, but I don't know who they'll turn to next as the head coach, but he did it. He did a hell of a job while he was there. No question about almost 80% of his games. So, well, maybe now the Gators will at least have a fighting chance to win against the Seminoles. Well, Dan Mullen's a good coach. Yeah. He, did, he did a, he did a fine job at Mississippi state and you know, James, he was the, a mentor to Tim Tebow right. and Dak Prescott to play quarterback for him at Mississippi state, Alex Smith. So, I mean, he's got the credentials, and he's you know he's he knows what it's like to be in Gainesville, and he's clearly aware of the expectation, having been an assistant for two national championship teams there. So, it'll be interesting to see how he gets the job done as well. Somebody Not told being even the first choice. Yeah, somebody told me that Tiger Woods. He's in a tournament. We're in the Bahamas this weekend. Is that right? It's one of those funny money events. It's yeah. the Hero World Challenge, and he's been playing lights out. I, I, That's what I heard. Last I checked, I watched a little bit of his of his play today. For a while, he was leading the tournament today, James. Tiger now, Woods. My goodness gracious. Eldrick's back in the saddle again. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember now that, the, again, it's a funny money event. It's What's that not mean? an official PGA Tour. It means it's it's not a regularly scheduled PGA Tour event. Yeah. Um, I mean, he can't earn points PGA Tour to oh, gotcha. a okay. championship here. And there's only 18 golfers in this tournament. Oh, well, but come on. It's, it's, I mean, these are the elite golfers in the world who get invited to play in this thing. So, Just for money. Against the best it is. Yeah. Just come over and play, and we'll give you a check. You don't, you don't even have to win. We'll just give you some money. Everyone's getting paid in this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sweet deal. Right, even if you don't win, even if you're at the bottom of the, the leaderboard. Well, Moira, you know this, and on regular PGA Tour events, they have a cut, and yeah. if you make the cut, yes. you can finish in, in last place on Sunday, you're still getting a check. Oh, interesting. I mean, there are a lot of guys out on the PGA Tour who, who can't win golf tournaments, but they cash nice checks every right. week. Right, right, right. So you can make a, you can make a very good living out on tour and, and not win at all. And the Magic uh, broke their losing streak. Well, that's just great, isn't it? Uh, boy, don't sound so excited. <laughs> Hope Springs well, eternal. I'm glad they did because it's, it's it's very frustrating for them right now. And you can see it in Frank Vogel's face. When he, I mean, how many different ways can you answer the questions yeah. when you're in the midst of a nine-game losing skid? And now tonight they have to play Golden State. The defending NBA champions are here tonight. Yep. So 
and then they go back out on the road for a couple of games. They're in New York on Sunday, so yeah, lost the mojo. Maybe this is a good thing that uh, triggers a turnaround. Let's hope. Let's hope that's the case. Uh, you never know. I mean, still, early, yeah. or don't they say it's still early in the season? Isn't mm-hmm. that what they always? There's a lot of games in each year. Yes, there's eighty it's some mar- games, right? It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's uh-huh. the line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you believe any of that? No. They, yeah. They're they're still they're back to being stinky, right? I mean, they started off. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. Right. They started off strong. They got a little lucky. Beginner's luck, something or other. And now they're back to their regular antics, which is PU. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, if you if you watch them, these are these are a bunch of really nice guys. I mean, yeah. being nice doesn't win games. But but the point is, they're they're good guys. And Frank Vogel has reiterated this after every loss. Like they're trying. These guys are playing very hard. It's not for lack of effort. Right. This just isn't a team that is full of talent that can compete night to night with some of the better teams in the NBA. That's their scourge. They just don't have the talent right now. That uh, And they haven't for some time now since Dwight Howard left. It just has not been a franchise that can compete day in, day out in this marathon, not sprint, uh, with other teams. So. Not to dwell on it, but I'll go back to Florida. They're having a fairly decent season so far in basketball. Lost to what? Lost to Duke by only three points the other night. Well, and that's you that know, good they or were, bad. They were leading. They had a big lead in that game too. Oh, I mean, and maybe that's why Florida is just that far from being spectacular. Yeah. But again, it's real early in the college basketball season too. Yeah, it's a great litmus test for them to play. Now, Duke, number one in the nation at the time, Duke was able to come all the way back from a huge deficit to win the game. But Florida looked spectacular uh, for much of that game and for much of this early season. So, yeah, look for them in March. They're going to be very good. All right, I'm going to get that instant pot to you somehow. You know, I'll get it It up there somehow. It might be tough for me to give that away as a prize, James, and how much I love to cook. You can do whatever you want with it. You know, I'll get it up there. You take a look at it. You can go ahead and cook with it a little bit and then give it away. I don't care. Stop it. That's not night. I'll make a little chicken vindaloo in there. It might you yeah. know, stink a little bit. Make beef stew or something. I think you would like beef stew in makes there. The, I don't know if you're a fan of Indian food. I don't know if you've ever had Indian food. It makes the best Indian. It's restaurant-quality Indian food. I'm telling you right now. What, like what, what kind of Indian food? Like chicken uh, vindaloo or butter chicken. Oh, butter chicken. You will you'll die. If, I'll get you the recipe oh, for butter chicken. You'll, after you have that butter chicken, my recipe, you'll want to move to Bombay. Oh, boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> James, I grew up in Colfax, Iowa. We didn't eat Indian food. Well, no, you never had know. fondue until we took you out that one time. So That's true. Yeah, yeah. you probably never had it again. And he never had it again. And I still haven't had lobster. Well, we're going to oh take you out God. for lobsters. we got to do that. Yeah, we're going to do that after the first of the year. All right, we'll get you out for lobster, all right? That sounds great, pal. All right, man. Have a great weekend. Thank you, James. Thank you, Patrick. Pat Clark handles sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will do everything. (sighs) Alexa, can you unclog the toilet? Yeah, I'm kind of busy right now. But until then, just tell her to play WTKS-FM Orlando. Getting WTKS Orlando Radio from iHeartRadio.
Got that right. It's the Phillips File, a Friday edition. one 978 Talked about uh, the beginning of the program, the Jim Neighbors obit in the New York Times. He didn't get much. About a third of the page and three photos. I thought it would be a little bit more than that. It's Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors, I know. Obit. For crying out loud. Big That's story, of course, is much. Michael Flynn, the former national right. security advisor for the president. He pleaded guilty today to a charge that while serving in the White House, he lied, Oof. lied to the FBI about prior contacts with Russia's ambassador. Now, that's one charge, but I think on four separate occasions, essentially what they say, four times he lied, but they're charging him. Well, so I don't know if it's a four count charge. I don't know. But anyway, he's in serious hot water. Uh, uh, but he may get a lighter sentence, if you will, because he's giving them information that they need. Of course. He's singing like a bird. You know that. And he's uh, he's implicated what they call a senior official in the White House, but also a very senior official. And I think in the in plea, the uh, yeah. essentially, they said this doesn't mean that you can't be indicted later on. So you'll still get a dollar. You bet on the do- indictment. Oh, yeah, he can oh, be boy. indicted. He's not going to be indicted. The big oh. question is whether the president will pardon him after sentencing, which I think is three months from now. Mm-hmm. And all hell's going to break loose between now and three months. Oh, boy. Don't you think? I know that he... It's really, in high gear now. This is the beginning of the end. You know what I mean? This, If there's going to be anything that happens, the snowball has now gone down that hill, and I'm not sure we're going to stop it. It's really hitting the fan now, huh? It is sort of hitting the fan. You know? Yeah, I think it's going to hit the fan for a lot longer than maybe other people would hope. Mm. I think there's some... You know, Trump said, well, that's it. It's going to come to an end pretty soon. I don't think it's anywhere near an end. No. We'll see so about he's saying, that. Think his son will get indicted? Well, he's going to say whatever he has to. I think to it's to part of the deal. I think yes. that's part of the deal. Said, look, we'll go easy on your son, but you got to start talking. This is Michael Flynn Jr. Exactly. I mean, the general son. And Michael Flynn Jr., by the way, among other things, was uh, was uh, Michael Flynn's, General Flynn's chief of staff as they were making the trend in the campaign and the transition. And it was Michael Flynn Junior, who spent a lot of time retweeting a lot of this garbage right. that came out of Breitbart, including the Pizzagate story. That's correct. Remember that one? Yep. Oh, yeah. And then somebody started shooting it up or whatever, right? Exactly. Somebody that was hurt. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's the uh, that's the big, big story. Right. And I think in the plea today, uh, Michael Flynn referred to it. He had communications with a senior Trump official. And a very senior. And they think it's Kushner. That's the very senior. Uh-oh. So. And if it now gets into the West Wing, Flynn was the the door open, the oh, entree to the West Wing. But so it's Kushner. Will the Trumpster defend his son-in-law, or you know, will he just throw him under the bus? I'll make him bet. Oh, go make on. another bet. We we settled on one today. We did. He wouldn't take the bet about the pardon, um, the pardon never got taken. No, but we bet about Great Britain UK rescinding an invitation yeah. to Trump to come over. I say they will not. Right. Whether he goes, I'm not sure, but they will not rescind the invitation. I think he already canceled, didn't he? What? His trip to Great Britain. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, when, oh, boy. Research. When was he going? Uh, January? No. Or? Sometime next year, later next year. Oh. I'll make you a bet. Uh-oh. Go on. One dollar. One dollar. That Jared Kushner and his wife Ivanka will announce they're moving back to New York by Easter. They'll make that announcement. 
Are they effectively leaving the job? any yes. job in Washington? Mm-hmm. They Now, they might still have some official responsibilities related to the White House. I don't know, but they'll be moving back to New York. By Easter. By, Easter. by Easter. When is Easter this year? Like April 1st or April something. What do you think? I'm, I'm figuring out Easter, and then I'll make April 1st of 2018. All right. Five points. points. When is Mo. Easter, April 1st? Yeah, April, April Fool's Day. No kidding. Uh-oh. Why is wow. that bad? Easter on April Fool's Day? Oh, I don't well, know. Well, then it's like Jesus pretended to die, and he's like, ha, gotcha. Oh, boy. April 1st. Yes. By April 1. April 1. I'll take your bet. Okay, you got it. One dollar. Uh, One dollar here. It's going down. Yeah, they're going back. One dollar. Yeah, we'll but, see about yeah, that. Yeah, the heat's on. Yeah, the heat is on. The heat is on. Let's see, what else did we talk about today? Uh, the uh, assistant manager, the manager, whomever at that uh, McDonald's in Tampa. Is collecting big. $110,000 for alerting a police officer about the uh, Tampa killer's gun in a bag. Gun in a bag? It was a gun in a bag. The killer had a gun in a bag. Howell Donaldson or whatever his name is handed it in a, like yeah, a, so a paper looked- bag? No, it was know, in a backpack. Yeah, and oh, she looked backpack. inside and oh, saw the what? gun. And soon, I don't think she said, oh, my God, it's the Tampa killer. I think she said, I, I, I got an cop. employee with a gun. Mm-hmm. So there was a cop sitting at the McDonald's doing some paperwork right. and, you know, push guns to shove. And uh, they probably said, come on over here and started talking to him before, you know, so, oh, I think we got a hit. Yeah, you're in trouble here. We got a hit here. Uh-huh. So anyway, $110,000. Think she'll share any of it with anybody? Nope. That's a good question. Why would you? Go ahead. Do you have to? Sh- do you have to pay taxes on that? Yes. yes. That's a you good do? question. Yes, it's a income. Gift. Yeah, sure. That's kind of a rip, though. Yeah, I don't like these tax rules. <laughs> Can they change those? No, you have to. Reward it money. It counts as income. Gambling. I guess. Anytime you go on the Price is Right or whatever, and you know you win a car and whatever, you have to pay the taxes. Well, on I that. just wonder whether there was a loophole in the federal tax oh, law know. if it happened to be a, yeah. you know, a, you know, a, you know, what do you call it, a reward paid by law enforcement, uh-huh. uh, whether you know you could, no. you didn't have to report it. Nope. Got to report it. Yeah, I guess then they'd be giving rewards all over the place. <laughs> No, why would not? How about a reward? You know what I'm saying? I hope to uh, get you that bid on the, you know, the new police oh, station. Oh, wink, wink, yeah. You know, no. How about a, you know, I get a reward? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Sure is nice to have this tax-free reward. Hey, oh, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Well, yeah, somebody turned in Whitey, what's his name? Whitey Bulger. 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 Points. Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah, they get they get a reward. Right? There's always a reward. $5,000, $10,000, dollars doesn't matter. You pay a tax. That's kind of a rip, though. It counts as your income. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I understand, but I, you know, uh, something tells me maybe. Yeah. Oh. You shouldn't have to pay taxes uh, on that. I'm just saying. I know normally, we, I tell you about the food day. Yeah. What about? Uh, I told you today was either pie day or red apple day, but I have I won't we won't be together on the weekend, and I know these things you really like. One of them is Saturday is fritters. Day. Like, like a corn fritter. Yeah. Well, any kind of fritter. Corn fritter. Corn fritter. I, I like conch fritters. Those are good. You don't like corn fritters? I like corn fritters, but I like conch fritters. Oh, they're like the little tiny uh, deep fried balls of goodness. Yeah, Yeah. they're good. Oh, what's the matter? What happened? We are belly Well, it says the White House canceled the trip to England before England could rescind the invitation. (laughs) But the invitation is still out there. That was yesterday, right? Yesterday. Yeah, but the bet was they would rescind the invitation. And I said they would not. 
Well, that's that's what I thought, but I didn't know because six hours ago, another publication is saying it's actually not canceled. Oh, so yeah, based on the wording, diff- I win the bet. <laughs> Disagree. Nope. I'm calling my lawyer. Baloney, I bet you that, <laughs> that Great Britain would not rescind the invitation. Yeah, but, but the invitation's still out there. He just decided he's not going. They haven't. You owe me a dollar. They haven't. Don't not, make me call Chuck. I will call rescinded. Chuck in a heartbeat. You'll be in a cast mm-hmm. before Monday. Nope. Which which limb? Because I can live with that, depending on arm or leg. Anyway, so where was I? Saturday's Fritters Day and Sunday's Apple Pie Day. Just saying. Ooh, Apple what Pie. I, I told have. you there was an Conk Apple Pie. Conk Fritters or Apple Pie? Take the Apple Pie any day of our Conk Fritter. Agreed. Or how about a corn, regular corn fritter? You go to a... a oh, no contest. Oh, that's Apple a good time. Pie. Is a hush puppy a fritter? Yes. Well, that's what I'm thinking of. I feel like hush puppies are sweeter, though. They Research are sweeter. On it. Fritters. Corn fritter. Frit- they're terribly Turner. bad for you. Why? Because they're fried. Because they're fried. <laughs> it's Is just fried, fried bad? Meal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh-huh. Why is it so bad if it's just oil getting super hot and just burning stuff? <laughs> I don't get that. Because it's usually fried in animal fat. Oh, gotcha. But what about peanut oil? Is that better? It's better. Canola oil is a it's little better, better but, not. but it's not terribly good for you. So a turkey deep fried things happen oil. to the oil... Uh, when it when it's fried, when you heat it up, the molecules change and this and that, and it just doesn't turn out to be very good for your heart. Oh. Coconut oil is terribly bad for you. A fritter is a fried really? food, usually consisting of a portion of batter or breading. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess hush puppies are a fritter. Uh-huh. Right. Here's Jeff on Real Radio. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, you were talking about the paying um, taxes on a reward. Yeah. Well, they know that guy in Tampa. They know his name and everything. But when you do Crime Stoppers. You can get up to a thousand dollars reward that's anonymous. Right. So I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to pay taxes on anonymous. Well, they still have to report it, right? Yeah, they okay. have to re- they have to report it, but your name isn't involved anywhere. So, like, they're handing you a thousand dollars. You're just a number to them. I don't think you know? so. I think I, no, I've heard. No, 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 you know, no, let's no. say you go no, to the no, crime no. line. You know, you you give a tip to Detective Barb, and it solves a murder, right? And so, or whatever. And so she gives you a check. Now, you don't have to ever reveal your name. Right. That's true. But when they cut you a check, yeah. they're going to cut you a check to your account, and it's going to trigger all of that financial stuff. You're going to have to pay taxes yeah, on you, that. They're not going to make oh, it out yeah. to Anonymous. No, they yeah, make it well, out to see, you. I've never, I've never gotten that. I just no, figured I that they'd give you the $1,000. No, no. Yeah, I didn't think about no, that. They assen- no, they're essentially saying we're not no. going to make your name public, and thank you very much, and here's some it's money. It's all here's hush, a hush. Reward. No, feel safe. Okay, they yeah, they never reveal. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, not making your name public. That's, that's yeah, cool. that, I didn't think about it that Otherwise, way. they'd have to hand you, you know, like a sack of cash. No, they're not giving like a Scrooge McDuck bag. They're not giving you do- no. Uh-uh. Yeah, if you're gonna hand me a sack of cash, I want the dollar sign on it. Okay, you have to have that. I yeah. gotta have that. Yeah, yeah. You get no dollar signs that. No, I don't want this. What no. is this? Come on. Where can you order those bags? <laughs> Take this Amazon. bag. Amazon. Okay. Sure, I'm gonna go on Amazon. Yep, find out bag. Here we Two go. Two days shipping. You'll have it. I Amazon. just want to put some of my like guitar cables in there. Just Amazon. make it look better. What do we call that? Um, cash bag. Money cash bag. Like a pillowcase with a dollar sign on it. Well, it's got to have There's, a little. They're not twisty. making those. They're not making any. They're not making those any more than they're making a bomb that looks like a bowling ball with a fuse coming <laughs> oh, out of it. I want one of those too. It's the Phillips file <laughs> on, on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407-916-1041. From the. 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Yeah, here we go, that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm excited. I'm playing against uh, Joe Cliff is the backup. Mr. Fritz has the prize, and I'll head to the soundproof booth. That is correct. I have a pair of tickets to the AutoNation Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium on December 16th. Multi-platinum recording artist Andy Grammer headlines a pregame tailgate and concert at Tinker Field. Concert admission included with game ticket. Go to realradio.fm keyword cure for more information. Who's our player? All right. Oh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, who is our player? Joe, line three. Joe, Joe on line three. Hello, right. Joe. How are you? I am great. How are you, Mr. Franklin? You know, I am uh, I am, I'm doing well. He's Ready? living the dream is what he normally says. Living yeah. the dream. It's Friday. It's Friday. That's it all is. It's all good. I'm looking forward to the weekend, man. It's going to be a great weekend. Amen, buddy. Amen. And I'm trying not to say living the dream so much anymore because oh, I, I caught myself out. saying it too much. Uh-huh. I didn't want to become a walking cliche. I see. All right, so uh, Joe, you ready to play this uh, this cool game right here? You betcha. All right, buddy. Today's category comes to us from Brad. Thanks, Brad. It's titled "I'll Bet You One Dollar." Guess the year in which these things cost a dollar per MSN money. So I'm going to tell you uh, a product, and then you're going to guess what year it costs a dollar to purchase said product. Okay. All right. Here. We go. Oh, well, point of reference. Uh-oh. Here you go. What? In the year Jack was born, 1967, yes. you could buy four loaves of bread for $1. Oh, I Whoa. see. Jeez. I know, Four right? loaves of bread. That's pretty crazy. 50 years ago today, you could buy four loaves of bread for a doll. All right, so the questions will be bread? like that. Yeah. All right, man. Here we go. In three, two, one. Four paperback copies of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. 1981. One box of Eggo frozen waffles. 1994. One ticket for one car at the drive-in movie theater. 1973. One pound of T-bone steak. 1949. Eight cans of Heinz cream of tomato soup. 1924. Whoa, okay. All right, man, we'll put you on hold. Write down your time. Just so you know, Jim is going to complain about this. Oh, I know. It's it's a tough one, too. It's confusing, and it's what, and it's okay. What? And you know why Uh -uh. uh, Brad sent me this particular one? No. It's because he's upset that, A, people keep choosing place for person, place, or thing, and, B, we gave away the thing category yesterday. Oh, he's mad. He had to make two categories. And he's got to write a new one. Oh, see, that's true. This is a vengeance thing. Uh Uh-huh. All right. (laughs) It's your own fault if they don't like this category. It's your own fault. Why? What did I do? Because you blabbed out a second category in person, place, or thing and made Brad write a second one. Oh. So now he's getting tough with these categories. Taking it out on me. He huh? is. Yep. All right. You ready? Here we go. I will tell you what it is first, actually. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I'll bet you $1 is the, cate- or the title of the category, courtesy yeah. of Brad. Thank you, Brad. 
Guess the year in which these things cost a dollar per MSN money in reference to your willingness to put money on the line. Uh, point of reference for the questions in the year Jack was born, 1967, you could buy four loaves of bread for one dollar. So I'm giving you the year? Yes. You're giving me the year in which you could buy what? said product for a dollar. Okay. He's going to give you products. You tell what <laughs> okay, year right, you okay, buy okay, for okay, okay, I, I got it's it. It's a okay. tough one. It's, I got it. All right, here got we it, go. I got it. In three, two, one. Four paperback copies of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Uh, 1952. One box of Eggo Frozen Waffles. 1975. One ticket for one car at the drive-in movie theater. Uh, 1956. One pound of T-bone steak. Uh, 1938. Eight cans of Heinz cream of tomato soup. Uh, 1932. Time. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what? Uh, I'm just throwing something out there. i got to beat them on time. That's my only hope. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, that's, that's a good strategy. Yep. A pound of steak, was it? I knew yeah, you would pound complain. Of you know, a pound of a steak, uh, for a dollar. Estate. Uh-huh. All right. right. Let's score We're going to grade right, it. You're playing against Joe. All right, Joe. Good luck to you. All right. Four paperback copies of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. Joe said... Wait, that means each copy would be a quarter. Correct. Okay. Wow. Joe said wow. 1981. Jim said 1952. Jim is closer. It's 1945. Oh, see? Way back. Also the year FDR died in office and Harry S. Truman took over. Excellent. One box of Eggo frozen waffles, mm. Joe said. 94. And Jim? 75. Jim is closer. It's 1973. Ooh. To nothing. The advertising slogan, <laughs> Lego My Ego, was developed in 72. Interesting. Well, I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, they're young. Really? I'm not a real waffle. Oh, these are still pretty good. It's not these a real waffle. They're toaster waffles. Oh, it's yeah. a toaster waffle. Yeah, they're good, though. They are good. One ticket. Gets the job done. For, it sure does. Put ice cream on them? Yes, you can. I never have. That'd be good. You yeah. put whatever you, you want on You gotta crisp them up first. I mean, toast them first, and then, yeah. Put them in a toaster, toaster oven. Yes, either one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one ticket for one car at the drive-in movie theater. Yeah. Joe said. 1973. It's a dollar. And Jim? 56. It is 1964. I believe Jim is closer by one. Miss closer, yeah, eight and nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, rats. Three nothing. Oh, boy, Joe, you need to at least get one on the money. Come on, buddy. All right. One pound of T-bone steak. Oh, T-bone steak. Not a clue. He said you could get a dollar a pound for T-bone steak in 1949. Jim said 38. Ooh, yeah. He might be closer than us. Joe is closer. It's 1954. Oh, close, the Joe. The year Marilyn Monroe married Joe DiMaggio. Oh. Mm -hmm. Marilyn Manson. That no, too. No, no, no. Eight cans of Heinz cream of tomato soup, Joe said. What does that mean? Like 12 cents each or something? I mean, it's like, what? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, 96 Roughly. cents. Yeah, yeah uh -huh. okay. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Uh, Joe said that lovely purchase was made in 1924. That's Jim said guess. 32. Jim is closer. It's 1947. <laughs> oh, and Jim oh won the game. Joe, you got your clock cleaned. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in <laughs> horseshoes, <laughs> hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin. We want to do this next year. Pin. Play the game. Up to you. It's your swan song. I'm you just asking for your advice. What do you think? Have fun. Hell yeah. I've already apologized. Ah. All right. 
then you can't do anything. No, can't, well, see, can't that's be held just accountable for anything else, right? No, you, of course you're gonna be held accountable. That's you just ridiculous. I can be held accountable, but I've already apologized. So no, I'm not it doesn't feel count. Bad. That doesn't count. Thank you. No nope. good points. That was a general, uh, general no. affirmation. Blanket apologies mean little. They sound ungrateful well, maybe and ungrateful. To you. Thank you to me. Thank you. I can it only count matter. for me. Does matter. In You're my apologizing religion, to me in my church. In your, yeah, the church of what's happening now. No. Oh, what? <laughs> Belong to the Church of Love and a Good Vibration. Oh, there's that one too. Yeah, right down the road from what's happening. You can have a general apology. Covers everything in the past and everything in the future. I'm just apologizing. I don't know what for. Just it's out there. I've done it. Forget about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I do something in the future, and somebody says, maybe most of us don't you want to apologize for that? I've already done it. (laughs) December first, 2017. There you go. So Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. The White House is infected. Literally. It's recently been revealed by NBC that there is a large cockroach, mouse, and ant infestation in the building that is over 200 years old. Insert timely political joke here. An Indian man was arrested today because of his stink. After the passenger removed his shoes and socks while traveling to Delhi, passengers asked him to put his shoes back on or throw away his socks but he fist fought them instead. His argument was solid. He just kept saying, he who smelled it dealt it. A Florida man caught trespassing decided to start waving around a giant phallus sex toy. He was just swinging it all around, nilly willy dilly. Who walks around with a large dildo anyway? Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. Looking for a home? Go to wearenotthebanks.com. Why? Because they're not the banks. They also have special loan programs for the self-employed, or maybe you want to finance a mobile home? They can do that as well. Their service is second to none. Go online to wearenotthebanks.com for all your mortgage needs. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. I've become a gigantic uh, Bruno Mars fan. I was watching this show the other night on CBS, and thankfully I recorded it. Uh, Bruno Mars Live at the Apollo. So I had it recorded, so I, you know, so there's a great number at the end. And uh, Catherine's there, and I said, I can do that. Watch this. <laughs> so I'm, uh, here, oh, give me a little no. bit more music there. Here we go. So he's got. <laughs> Come on. Here we go, Pop. Yeah, Wait, so, where's my phone? Oh, my God. I got to say, hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold no, it. the, the, yeah, the story I'm trying to tell is I'm not going to do it because I tried it and I wrenched my knee. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Because he's got some sweet moves there. Can you give us a little sample? No, we're not going to do that. Oh, Like the Michael man. Jackson lean forward while keeping no, your knee straight? No, he's got that one where he, uh, you know, where he, put that down. Put that down. Put it down. Okay. I'm not going to do anything. Come on. <laughs> put it down. All right, I won't tell the rest of the story. Oh, so man. anyway, that was that. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Mo killed the bit. Thanks, Mo.
I think this is a classic. We have to have this. No, I think it's a classic that we don't need to have. I won't post it anywhere. I just Talk to us about it. the guy in Miami with the tattoo on his chest. Oh, Thanks God. a lot. All right, sure. <laughs> You're such a stick in the mud sometimes. Uh, yeah, a doc- I had a great story. Doctors in Miami. Well, the, the great story is that you tried to imitate Bruno Mars and you wrenched your knee. Correct. I, I think that's the punchline. But a man was brought into a hosp- the University of Miami uh, teaching hospital, I guess at Jackson Memorial. And he was drunk, very weak pulse, this and that. They didn't know what to do. They were trying to revive him. Nothing would work. And they open up his shirt. They're about to, you know, go in and do some extraordinary life-saving measures on this man to bring him back. And tattooed across his chest says, do not resuscitate. So what do they do? Well, ethically, he ha- he doesn't have papers, right? I mean, this is, right. do we go by a tattoo or do we go by, you know... He couldn't reach next of kin. They couldn't figure out who he was. They didn't know what to do. After they brought down the chief of staff for the hospital and the ethicists, ethicists. Put the for the hospital, they decided to honor it. And luckily, two hours later, they did indeed find his paperwork. But it was a everybody was all running around arms akimbo. All at, everybody was a Twitter because they didn't know what to do with a guy with the tattoo. They did not have the tattoo until they found papers. No, they they didn't do it. After consulting with the chief of staff, all the emergency room personnel, and everybody else, they decided to honor it. And luckily, two hours later, they did the right thing. Yeah, I find that uh, strange. Yeah, I would think that so. tattoo seriously. Yeah, what if they honor? Maybe, maybe it. got that tattoo under duress. That's a bold statement. <laughs> or that is a bold statement. But I'm sorry, sir. You got to have a living will. We got to do a little bit more than you know. Right. You know, just you got a tattoo. He wasn't, he wasn't awake to give anybody any paperwork. What if it well, was? The he name? would if they resuscitated him. Yeah, what if it was just the name of his band? Thank you. Do not resuscitate. Oh, that yeah. is a badass band name. There's more to that story. Let me take this call. Here's Mike on Real Radio. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Jim, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Let's see this slim stuff that came out today, and Mueller take it to the mat, as they say, and it looks like Trump's going to either get impeached or have to resign. Mm. A, is it, can his last act as president be to pardon himself? B, would he or will he? And C, if he doesn't, does the incoming vice president, and let's say it's Vice President Mike Pence, pardon him? Your opinion. And I'll just uh, hang up and listen. Well, impeachment is not a uh, matter of law. Impeachment is a matter of politics, number one. So if uh, articles of impeachment are passed by the House of Representatives and it moves over to the Senate. Mm-hmm. It's it's simply political. It's not a criminal uh, it's not a criminal act even though under the articles of impeachment it's high crimes and misdemeanors in parentheses mm-hmm. of course. Uh the question if he engages uh, uh, in a criminal act, I'm not a lawyer, just play one. Uh I'm not quite sure. I guess I don't know if he could pardon himself. I guess he could. Um but I think that's been batted back and fourth, if he was convicted mm. and he resigned, the incoming president, Mike Pence, could pardon him. That's right. Like Gerald Ford but did in, with Nixon. But impeachment, no one no one has a, the power to pardon anybody, I don't think, after being impeached. You are impeached is correct. the vote in the House of Representatives, and then it's a Senate trial. Yeah. And if you're parentheses convicted of the articles of impeachment um there's there's no i don't think there's any pardon for that nobody can pardon you from that now i don't know what the i'm not quite sure what the penalty if you are convicted by the united states senate on articles of impeachment does that mean you have to leave the presidency Mm -mm. 
I don't know. To be honest with you, if never you're not got that. Resign? Never got that far with Nixon. Never got that far with uh, Bill Clinton. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Here's Shonda on Real Radio. Hi, Jim in the file. Hello. I I do my very best to listen to you guys every single day, and I could have just missed the times when you guys have discussed uh, the FCC and the net neutrality vote. Mm. I, yeah, I brought it up. like but, something that would just outrage you, and I, I'm it missing it. it. You know, it's so it's not an easy uh, um, an easy topic to discuss on the radio, to be perfectly honest with you, because I don't have, a, I don't have I, enough time to devote to it. I think it's a rip. I think it's a gigantic ripoff of, of American citizens to do away with net neutrality. I'm very concerned about the loss of us having access to knowledge and information. I I agree. I'm afraid that we're going to be only dealt what those who are being paid and those who are paying what they want us to hear. And I'm, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm scared. Yeah, I think most people, they don't understand it. If you went to interviewed 100 people on the streets of any major metropolitan city or anywhere and said, what's net neutrality? They wouldn't be able to tell you. So I think I heard some about it in the news, but they wouldn't. They don't know. Well, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have to pay for faster connections. You may have to pay extra to uh, be able to connect to particular websites. That's what the FCC wants to do. Now, the big story with it all together (laughs) The, you know, oh, I don't want you to, you know, visit the real one oh or real one oh four point one website anymore. I'm gonna block that from your access. Yeah, right? or and, or you know, or they or they could charge more. I mean there's the, here's the underlying story with net neutrality that hasn't been paid a lot of attention to is uh, there's there's a, a report or reports out there that the FCC received hundreds of thousands of citizen uh, complaints about net neutrality, like don't do away with it. We don't like this. And for one reason or another, they never presented that in any hearings. They shielded that from uh, from the American people, mm-hmm. that there were so many people opposed to it. But, you know, I guess he's going to sign this, the chairman, in uh, the next couple of weeks or so. But where it goes from there, I have no idea. I agree with you. I think it's very scary and detrimental to a democracy and a well-informed right, you public. Guys. You got it. Thank you. Yep. All right. I got enough problems with the FCC. <laughs> what? We ought not be bad mouthing the chairman on the air. Doesn't bother me. What's he going to do? Fire me? Ooh. What's he going to do? Kill you? I'm not a big fan. What's the worst anybody can do to you? Good Kill point. You? Yeah. yeah. Man, that's the worst thing. You know. Now, by the way, I want to make it very clear. And on the record, I'm not suggesting that the FCC would be prepared to kill me. All right. No, no, <laughs> the FCC no, no, no. does not no, they assassinate do people. <laughs> Blanket right? apology. Okay. Mm. Oh, blanket right. apology. That's right. We're good. I'm not a big fan of uh, I'm not a big fan of consolidation. Uh, there's a new rule coming into effect, being approved by the FCC, that will allow media companies to own a newspaper, a television station, if not more than one television station in a in a single market. Mm. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's good for a democracy. I don't think that's good for competition. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero. Four one. What else do we have today? We got Flynn, Jimbo yeah. Fisher leaving FSU. Oh, He's yeah. going and to Texas A and M. That's that's big big news for Florida State people. Jimbo, bye bye. Jim neighbors, the old bit. Mm-hmm. And Rick Steves got pickpocketed in Paris ah. and didn't listen to his own advice. His travel. He is like the the man for travel books, travel uh, shows, right. all of this. And 
He has a column in the Sunday paper in the travel section of a lot of different magazines and newspapers. And he went to Paris and didn't take his own advice. Right. Didn't wear a money belt, didn't wear a fanny pack, didn't protect his uh, you know, items. And somebody lifted his wallet and yeah. took his money. His... He's not a big fan of the fanny pack. He likes the money pouch. Oh, that's a little money belt. Thing. Yeah. Uh, that you can slip uh, under your shirt uh, beneath your uh, waistline. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at least you know he was, uh, as they say, proactive. Exactly. He got right out there and said, "I didn't take oh, my own advice." Yep. Here's what happened to him: cash, <laughs> credit cards, driver's license Oof. in Paris. What about Oops. his passport? Big proponent of weed, so I don't know if they got his weed. Oh boy! Look at Rick Steves and marijuana. And see what it says about Rick Steves. All right. Now, if you look at Rick Steves, you're going seriously. He doesn't yeah. look like he's yeah. He doesn't look like he partakes. Mm-mm. No, he does not. But I think he's been a proponent of legalizing <laughs> marijuana for many, many, many years. Either that or have it wrong and I'll be sued. Oh, come on. <clears throat> Got him confused uh, with somebody else? Yeah, maybe. Oh, boy. He, uh, Globe Trekker guy. Trying to find more info, but right off the bat, I see a quote from him that says, Back in the late 80s, I agreed to be the anonymous, quote, responsible businessman who supports drug law reform. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got, yeah, a, radio, he, he got a radio program. He's made a, he's made a huge. He spends too much time in Germany, though. Yeah, what does that yeah. mean? Yeah, it's Ooh. like, can you get a, can you get out a little bit more? Yeah, go to Brussels or something. I think he does Brussels too in Amsterdam. He's a big, uh, big Europe guy. Mm. Yeah, can you go to like you know Africa or Australia? Yeah, yeah. can you get out a little oh, bit more? New Zealand, exactly. Fist Ever seen Rick Steves do something anything, anything about Japan? Mm. No. And another, you know, while we're and on another it, thing, yeah, what? <laughs> Russia. What about it? It's a big country. He could go anywhere in Russia. Siberia. I think he's been to Russia. He could do a different city, though. Pretty much, a, like three hundred and sixty-five cities in each in in every yeah, year. Like you know? Vladivostok. Yeah, Vladivostok. I love Vladivostok. That place. Yeah, that's Great where my city, where my summer home is. <laughs> Your Dhaka. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, no Dhaka. Sure, I love the Dhaka. D A C H A. Dacha. It's like in Russia. It's like a country home, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's oh, your yeah. Summer house. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Seasonal yeah. or year round uh, second home. Herzeg- Thank you. Herzegovina. Points. I'll put points on that one. Mm-hmm. Where is Herzegovina? Is that Eastern it's, Europe? That's Bosnia. That's the old Yugoslavia area. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, you got to watch where you step there. A lot of landmines. Oh, there. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, literally watch too. where you step. Still yeah. left. Exactly. Oh. That Prince guy drank poison, too. Princess Di did a lot of work there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's Jared on Real Radio. Go ahead, Jared. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Got a question for you. Sure. Um, it's an old noir film. I want to see if you've seen it before. Mm. It's called Meet John Doe. It's got uh, Gary oh. Cooper, Barbara Stanwyck in it. Oh, yeah. Wait. I, I, I've probably seen mm-hmm. it. Give me a little bit more info. Yeah, it's kind of rare, and um, I don't even know where I picked it up. It's in my DVD collection, but it's an old Frank Capra film. Is it a is it a mystery? No, it's one of those just like uh, kind of like Wonderful Life. It's like a Christmas based movie with suicide in it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's I I don't know. I think it's a classic, and it's cool because I watched it last uh, during the election. Yeah, and it's basically about this guy who. Uh, writes a, an article in a newspaper and says that if the political situation doesn't change, he's going to jump off of City Hall on Christmas Eve. And then uh, all these politicians call his bluff, and he gets this following in America. And so it's kind of cool. 
What's this movie so called I again? If you guys seen it? Because I like Gary Meet Cooper John and I Doe. love Barbara Stanwyck. Yeah, Meet John Doe. It's also got Walter Brennan in it. He does a great oh. performance. Okay, I'm going to check it out. I promise. Cool. Thanks. Thank you very much. Was Frank Capra the one who stepped on a landmine and died? He was a big uh, uh, World War II videographer, wasn't he? John Ford. No, Frank Capra. I think Capra was, but I don't know if anybody stepped on a landmine. Hmm. No, I got to look it up. Stepped on a bouncing Betty. You know what that is? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They make a uh, when you no when you step on them they make a noise. So if you were to remove your foot, it's like oh, a uh, no it bounces up. It comes up. It yeah. comes up waist so high it, and then explodes. Oh boom! Oh. And it sounds like a spring releasing. It's like yeah. <laughs> and you probably have what a second or two to say this is not going to end well. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's why in the movies they you hear the and they're like nope. Uh oh. No, thank you. Anyway, yeah, Barbara Stanwyck. I've had, always had a thing for her. Really? Yeah, she was in that. Uh, what was it? Thornbirds. What was the one with uh, Richard Chamberlain? That's the Thornbirds. Where he was the priest. That's the Thornbirds. Yeah. Yeah, she it was, was Barbara Stanwyck, and the, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's before you have to understand. I mean, things are much more. You have access to X-rated material now. Adult this that you know this that whatever. But this was well before the internet, and it was a uh, it was a uh, what do you call it mini mini series. Richard Chamberlain was a uh, priest. I can't remember the whole plot. No, I don't know either. But uh, there was this. It comes in, and um, he's standing there. I don't know whether he's in his priestly frock or whatever. And she's and Barbara Stanwyck, who was a big big movie star before that. And there's a scene where all of a sudden she. She kind of, she has a thing for Richard Chamberlain. Mm. Even and though you he's a see priest. her kind of dropping down. All right. What? Mm. For that time, it was very, very risky. Because she was going to. Yeah, oh, I know what she was going to provide some mm-hmm. stimulation. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you have to understand. At the time, people got, oh my god. This was a mini series. Yes. Yeah, foreign birds. Whew. You could probably do a YouTube and said Barbara Stanwyck, uh, Barnbirds, or Chamber, Mr. Richard, Richard Chamberlain. Chamberlain, and oh yeah. no 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 don't put that. Well, if you put that, You'll it's going to come uh, up. I know. No pun intended. I, I can't even spell that. What? What you said? It was. That's not nice. I don't know. It's easy. It starts with a B. No let no me, stop let it. Let me read your lips when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You know. Wow. Peace, Prince. Gra- what does it take? Oh, very my God. He wasn't bending down to tie his shoelaces. Oh, my God. See, how does this happen? I'm just saying. Oh, God. I'm Buggery. just saying. Buggery. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. No. Flat out buggery, it was. It's probably out there, there somewhere. Anyway, I'm let sure me take a little is. break. Eddie the Shaman should be on his way. Grab a line for Silio on a window. We'll have some prizes for you. This is the way that we wrap up Friday on Real Radio 104.1. The world's leading specialist at something that's probably amazing. You just say words. To somebody. And you hope at the end of the sentence they make sense. Real Radio. 104.1. Small change in this. Now call for the city. Strung out on lasers. Slash 
track blazers and ate all your razors while pulling the waders. Talking about Monroe, walking on Snow White. New York's a go-go and everything tastes nice. Poor little greenie. Little trial for a Friday time for So You Want to Win That's So You Want to Win So You Want to Win Is that what we do on Friday? Yes, yes. Yeah. So You Want to Win yeah. So You Want to Win There are three rounds to So You Want to Win One at a time, please. Thank you. Round number one is True False. Then if you make it to round two, that's Brad's in the news stories ripped from the headlines. Then round three, if you make it that far, it's called Brad's Who Said That. It's a multiple choice question. Mr. Fritz, what are some of the prizes for So You Want to Win? I have Westworld Season 1 on Blu-ray. I also yes. have a pair of tickets to the Auto Nation Cure Bowl on December 16th, a copy of the Hitman's Bodyguard on Blu-ray, a copy of Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets on Blu-ray, and right. some more Auto Nation Cure Bowl tickets. Alright, there you go. So, let's take our first contestant. And by the way, you have lifelines here or there. Mark, you ready to play? Let's do it. All right, Mark, here we go. True or false, according to the National Retail Federation, 100% of consumers have already started their holiday shopping this year. Is that true or false? Uh, I don't think 100%. Let's uh, say false. That's your final answer? Yes. No, it says that true. Says I don't. true. I can't imagine. That's I, right. Yeah. Is he still there? Nah, I get no. rid of him. Why? I don't, buy, I don't believe that. I don't what? believe that's true. I haven't started my holiday shopping. Have you, Eddie? Uh, yeah. Cause All we... right. Well, that killed that. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Thanks, We're Eddie. Moving right along. There we go. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Here's a balloon. Here's a pin. Just make a day of it, okay? Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, then. I, I, I'm honest. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Well, sometimes, yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you could lie every now and again. Radio if you would pr- give me one of those. I'm giving him an air wink right now. I would have been like, yes, no. Any 20 years and I got to give you a wink? (laughs) It's not 21. Don't you care? All right, Brian, ready to go? Here we go, Brian. True or false? A, 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 despite commercial backing and support. Whoops, that's Fred. No, no, no. What are you talking about? What happened? Oh, I'm out of order. I see. Sorry, pardon me. Yeah, yeah, dude. Twenty years. I don't I, know. I got it right. A A A A. Despite commercial backing and the support of its fan base, the University of Arizona has abandoned its mascot, Frito Bandito, due to pressure from the Hispanic community. Is that true or false? Uh, false. That's your final answer. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Wilbur and Wilma Wildcat. Are the Wildcats official mascots? Round two, here's Mo. Oh, Brad's, you have lifelines. Brad's in the news is the second category. It's stories ripped from the headlines. Goodness, sir. Uh, your your question is a common bond. And it's Nashville, Tennessee, Sacramento, California, Cincinnati, Ohio. What do these three cities have in common? Nashville, Sacramento, and Cincinnati. I need help. 
All right. Anybody have any ideas? Uh, do you think they're trying to get like uh, major league soccer teams or uh, something? Uh, no, there's uh, no way that could possibly there's be something. It. Maybe close. Uh, maybe they're trying to get professional ladies soccer teams. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh no, I don't know. I well, mean, we could go with silly. soccer. I, I just have no idea. Uh, how about hockey? Hockey? No. You have uh, no idea? You have no Expansion? idea? Of all things, Fritz, I oh, was shocked. Fritz, is it like some kind of new cool thing? You're new and football cool. Team? A what? Football? football. That's your finalist. Oh, oh, I'm going to give it to him. I mean, no, it's finalists for Major League Baseball expansion teams. Oh, really? Nashville, Sacramento, and Cincinnati. I had the first two letters right. Cincinnati, ML. so Cincinnati's going to have two teams? That's why I guess so. Yeah, that, exactly. Cincinnati's that big of a... I, it's, a big, it's a big river. I lived Fritz, in Cincinnati hey, for two years. Com- Fritz, take it up with the commission. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got better communications with Mars than I do with it. You know? I swear to God, this guy. It sounds like he's in a iron lung machine or something. All right, here we go, Brian. Uh, Brad Sue said that. I'll give you a quote, and uh, it's multiple choice. You can use lifelines. Here's the quote. The crime I committed was my rock bottom. Anthony Weiner, Louis C.K., Mark Wahlberg. The crime I committed was my rock bottom. What do you want to do, Brian? Uh, lifeline? Yeah. Eddie the Shaman and Fritz. Fritz, uh, I don't think uh, Louis C.K. rock bottomed yet, did he? I don't think he said that, but also Mark Wahlberg beat the hell out of an Asian man when he was like a kid. That was something, yeah, he's been trying to get expunged from his life. The crime I committed was my rock bottom. Anthony Weiner, Louis C.K., or Louis C.K., whatever you want to do, and yeah. Mark Wahlberg. I'm a, I, As much as I think it's Weiner, I'm going to go with Mark Wahlberg, because I think he is. He's been trying to get that erased. I'm going to go with uh, Wahlberg, too. All right, they're both going yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, what do you want to do, Brian? It's Mark Wahlberg. All right. That's your final answer? Yes. No. I'm sorry. Anthony Weiner. No, I go Sox. Oh, why did Eddie, I doubt go with your myself? First... Oh, I love myself, and I, yet I doubted it. Oh, Eddie, 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 Eddie. It's usually where you uh, two guys screw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, on the quote. Not on purpose. You see, that's the, see, I'm doing the air wink again. We don't do it on purpose. We care. Ron, you ready to play? Hmm. Was he working in an adding machine? What is that? What, what, what? Uh, I just. How does this happen? Hey, let's go digital. I just wanted. I didn't do anything yet. How does this happen? All right, uh, Nicholas, ready to play? Nicholas. I mean, uh, Lee, you ready to play? Uh, Yeah. All right, Lee, here we go. Uh, True or false, the massive NPR data breach has the intelligence community in a tizzy after its cyber tools were anonymously released. The NPR data be- uh, breach, is that true or false? NPR data breach? Yeah, the NPR data breach has the intelligence community in a, community in a tizzy. National Public Radio? Uh, false. False, he's gone false. That's your final answer. Yeah, you're right, yes, NSA, not NPR. Good for you. <laughs> that was smart. Round two for you. Aha, uh-huh. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. At two, Matt Lauer, no need to be jealous because you are not alone. BuzzFeed News reports that at least 180 people have filed sexual assault civil suits, police reports, or complaints to state boards concerning a chain of spas. Name the green-eyed monster that failed to keep their employees from rubbing clients the wrong way. I believe it was Massage Envy. That's your final answer? Yes. You can. It this was. guy's good. Yeah, yeah I never right. even heard that story. Yeah. Right, here you go. Now, I would caution you about using lifelines because oh. this is usually where people get screwed. Oh, God. <laughs> Here's the quote, uh, Lee. Uh, the quote, some people say I have attitude. Maybe I do, but I think you have to. Now, who said that? Wendy Williams, the talk show host, Venus Williams, the tennis player, or Vanessa Williams, the actress? 
Some people say I have attitude. Maybe I do, but I think you have to. Wendy Williams, Venus Williams, Vanessa Williams, you have lifelines if you want to take that chance. I'm thinking Vanessa Williams, but I'm going to go with the lifelines. Yeah. I think, guys. I'm going to go with Venus Williams because she's a tennis player, and I know her better than the others. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with Wendy. We have a split decision. <laughs> Wendy Williams, Venus Williams, Vanessa Williams. Well, since they're, they're always so right, I'm going to go with uh, Vanessa Williams. You're going Vanessa Williams. That's your final answer? Yeah. No. No, I'm sorry. It was Venus Williams. Oh, oh. Eddie. Laughing at people's... No, no. Here we go, Carrie. You ready to play? Yes, sir. True or false, Carrie? The National Institute of Health reports that deaths due to semolina poisoning from turkey stuffing or dressing is down 14% this year from 87 to 75. That's uh, semolina poisoning. Sure, why not? That sounds true. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, no, that's uh, false. Up. That's all made up. Yeah, that's false. It says here it's a booba mice. Yeah, big booba mice. It is? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Some Alina poison. That's silly. Here we go to uh, Mike. Ready to play, Mike? Oh, yeah. All right, oh. buddy. Here we go. All right, Mr. Excitement here. True or false, <laughs> American Airlines are now, is now blaming its own artificial intelligence program for going rogue, purposely allowing all pilots to take leave for the holidays. Is that true or false? That is false. They're not getting any time That's your final answer. All right, there you go. Okay, false. You're absolutely (laughs) correct. Round two. Here's Mo. With all this scandalous turmoil nowadays, it's rare that we can finally look up to a shining example. First coined in 1979 by Richard Knoll, it's bigger than Black Friday and Cyber Monday combined. Oh, yeah. Come Sunday, it'll be 14% bigger than usual. I mean, it's the one and only time we'll see this in 2017, so supersize me what's happening this weekend. Yeah. Whoa. Are you asking me? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're playing, right? You, use the lifelines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want a lifeline. That is, that's, that's got me confused. Yeah, I'll give you two of them. Well, I don't know about you, but I like the moon, so I'm going to go supersize the moon. Yeah. There you go. It's it super is. moon. It's called the super moon. It's so big. Okay, Eddie. Quiet down. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Take it easy, son. You're just really ramped yeah, up today. Isn't he ramped up today? I just wanted to be known. You just called me son, oh. and that makes me feel really good. Good. Oh, uh, all right, son, be quiet. Uh, <laughs> oh, he told you, Eddie. <laughs> Let's see if we can give away a prize. Brad's who that? said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. <clears throat> You'd have to pay me an awful lot of money to work with James Cameron again. Now, who said that? Uh, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, Kate Winslet. You'd have to pay me an awful lot of money to work with James Cameron again. Zoe Saldana, Avatar. Sigourney Weaver, the actress. Kate Winslet, the actress. You have lifelines if you want to go with them. I need another lifeline. There we go. All right. Go with me on this one, Fritzy. Yeah. uh, Both of them were in Avatar. Who? Both of whom? Sigourney Weaver and Zoe Zalina. Saldana. Saldana. Thank you. She, on the other hand, they're just releasing the Titanic. So they're probably saying, hey, Kate, would you want to work with James Cameron again? And she'd probably be like, no, I won't. So I'm going Kate Winslet, Titanic rematch. Boom. You have swayed me. I will also say Kate Winslet. They're saying Kate Winslet. So it's uh, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, or Kate Winslet. I haven't seen Avatar. I've got to go with the full team. It's Kate. Kate Winslet. That's your final answer? That is. 
Some good thoughts there, Eddie. Good for you. Hey, let me take a little break. More of So You Want to Win upcoming. Some great prizes ahead. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Saving our love and affection for the completely unattainable. Dear Scarlett Johansson, Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want a winner. Just decided on Eddie's, the uh, for his holiday present, his Christmas present, a bell tone hearing aid. It's a little... Well, <laughs> Jeez, yeah, man. seriously. It's like... Mm-hmm. Seriously, dude. <laughs> yeah. mm. Please, you had me at sun. Oh. All right, here we go, Stephen. You ready to play? Let's do it. Here we go. True or false? We learned on Wednesday that if a Barbary macaque a monkey had wings like those in The Wizard of Oz, it would have to fly 55 miles to reach Tangier, Morocco. Is that true or false? Uh, I would say true. Say true. Okay. That's your final answer? Yes, it is. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, false. It would be a total of 38 miles. Oh, just 38. All right, moving on to, here's Jim. Uh, Jim, uh, true or false? In 1967, actress model Anna Nicole Smith was born Vicki Lynn Hogan in Houston. Is that true or false? Uh, I would have to say, Jim, that that is true. That's your final answer? Yes. Correct. Mm. Round two. Good luck. Brad's in the news is your category. Stories ripped from the headlines. And yours is a common bond also. Hundreds of coins, 3.3 pounds of nails, and dozens of shaving blades. What do these three groups have in common? Hundreds of Uh, coins, 3.3 pounds of nails, and dozens of shaving blades. What does all that have in common? Get a lifeline? Sure. Um, what's it called when you eat it, Pika? When you just eat inanimate objects? I think they were all found in a dude's stomach. That's your final nice. answer? Yeah, they yeah, were. And a guy in India. They removed 15 pounds of stuff. Yeah, Pika's uh, dirt eating, though, isn't it? Yeah. You're eating clay or you something. Never eat dirt? No. No, no, but you can buy bags of it in certain uh, grocery stores. It's a I, southern thing. I've yeah. eaten dirt. There's, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, in southern, some southern families... Uh, people of color goes way back. They have recipes. They have pl- secret places where they go to get dirt to eat. Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's not because it hasn't been because it hasn't been contaminated by anything. They keep that pure. That's why it's like that's the last pure earth before it was contaminated by man. Pure earth. Totally. Nothing like uncut pure earth. Sweet. You just said you didn't have dirt. No, I thought I've eaten you did dirt. have dirt. No, I eat dirt. We all do. You've never eaten dirt. Where do you get your dirt? You're eating dirt? Yeah, dude, you put a little, you got to, man. It's like you put fertilizer on your grass? No. No fertilizer. Mm -mm. There's no fertilizer at all. Not on my grass. You'd be eating something else. Sweet. Mm -hmm. You got dirt? Or you Uh, got sand? More like sand. Sandy dirt. It's kind of crazy. Well, I kind of dig a little deeper so I can get some dirt out of it. I don't even know how much. It's good for you. I mean, dude, think about it this way. How much? A teaspoon? How much? How much dirt? At least a teaspoon. At least. 
Dude, it's good for you. It's not going to hurt you. Remember, you are you are the earth. Are you putting it on like spaghetti? What do no, you, no, you those are those freaks a, that put uh, it on their salad. That's dirt. just weird, man. On, wait, just eat it. It's off fine. Off a spoon like peanut butter. Mo, just, remember when we were kids? You just grabbed raw onion out of the ground. You just ate no, it. The There's a big difference between <laughs> eating a raw onion and eating dirt. <laughs> yeah, dude, Come it's on, good dude. for you. Come Where on. was the dirt? Wait, what was the onion grown in? Hey, people, like a little bit of sliced the onion in your salad. No, you know, give me some of that topsoil. Just very good. Mm-hmm. We'll sprinkle of mulch. Thank would you, you rather eat wheat germ or would you rather or like that kind of stuff or just like a like one teaspoon of dirt? I'd rather eat wheat germ. Oh, Me too. That stuff's nasty. Dude. Wheat Gross. germ. It's like grape nuts. <laughs> oh, it's worse. Grape nuts is worse. It's like big wheat germ that's stale. <laughs> I think he's gonna be sick. Oh, that stuff. Do that was st- like grape nuts is what you put on stuff when you were sick. It's like oh, I don't feel well. Go get some grape nuts. Your Whoa. children eat dirt. Well, Nikki doesn't eat anything, so that doesn't work. But Marcy's had a little dirt in her life. She's all right. I make her eat stuff. It's you make her eat? Yeah. Well, Marcy will eat anything. Nikki won't eat anything. So I'm all a little right. Okay, I got to find another contestant. Wait, what happened to that guy? What guy? Uh, oh, who was that? He got it right. He's going on to round three. Where oh, is he? sweet. The coin guy. Oh, it's I'm, Jim. I'm, I'm sorry, good. Jim. No, I'm sorry. I'm still here t- while we're talking all this way. All right. I got a quote for you. All right. Uh, here's the quote. <laughs> Twins are tricky. Now, who said that? George Clooney? Laura Bush, Jim Phillips. Twins are tricky. George Clooney, Laura Bush, or me, yours truly, Jim Phillips. Who said that? You have lifelines. All right, I'll take those lifelines. What do you think, guys? So, Fritz, Sorry about the that. Bush girls are twins. Right. So, Correct. Laura Bush's daughters are twins. Yeah. And obviously, they got into some mischief. We know that. It's fact. They're tricky. Now, on the other hand, I did George Clooney date twins or something at some time? I don't know about that one. I don't Unless think... he's got, like, twin pigs or something. I don't think he's... Yeah. No, he just had... Babies. Oh, do they have babies? Yes. Oh, there you go. I'm not in the news. Um, then let's go with that one. Go with the because twins are very tricky. I know that. So go with George Clooney. I don't think Jim has said that. So okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Has he? Yeah. Oh my God. He said twins are evil. He said twins are this. He's scared of twins. Very We've scared. talked a lot about twins. twins are tricky. I don't know about tricky. I'm gonna go I don't with. Know if he said tricky. That sounds just just kind of snarky enough to be George Clooney. They have go their own Clooney. form of communication. They do. Yeah, Jim is they have their own twins. language. Uh-huh. You see the little baby twins gurgling and this and that, you know, and even when they're three, four years old, they're all talking like in Esperanto or something. It's a twin language. It's mm-hmm. a tw- it is. Yeah, it's yeah, a twin yeah. language I that know. nobody can understand except right. the two of them. Jim twin is like language. into twins, but not. He's afraid of them. Have so- you ever noticed you go to Publix? They hire a lot of twins there. Have you ever no, noticed No, I never that? noticed. What? I, dude, at our Publix in the HC, we got like four sets of twins. Oh, no. That's a glitch in the Matrix. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. exactly. Dude, I'm serious. A lot there of twins. aren't enough twins to go around all the Publix. <laughs> well, they're what not. What? They're not enough twins out there to to to, to, to work at all the publics that there are. Because you have twins, they say, "Well, come to work at Publix," and we're not going to work there. In in Florida or uh, in the world? No, Jim? in Florida. I know in mine. No, what I'm saying is there are enough twins yeah. that if they wanted to go to Publix and work, they could. But what percentage of twins say? Got sign me up. I'm I want to go to public. I'm going to okay. take no pictures idea. of the twins at my public. I'll bring them back next week. So I'm like, not doubting you twins the number twins. of twins at your public. I'm simply saying there are not Eddie. enough twins out there. Even if public said we want twins at every store, there are not enough twins who would say I'm ready. No, Eddie, pictures where it never happened, and I'm going to go with George Clooney. All right, what do we what do we want to do there, Jim? I'm sorry, I've been holding you on. What do you, George Clooney, Laura Bush, or Jim Phillips? Twins are tricky. I'm going to have to say, after the whole banter yeah. that you had about twins, is I'm going to have to say it to you, Mr. Okay. Ah. That's your final answer. <laughs>
No, no. I'm sorry. It was George Clooney. <laughs> George Clooney. Oh, see. Sorry. But you're very opinionated about twins. Damn it! But I'm you not, never said twins are tricky. I'm not fond of them. I'm I'm more scared of twins than I than I am of clowns. Oh man, that was gold. Now if you had twin clowns, <laughs> oh, I, oh, you'd run screaming out I'm of running. here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, that was gold. Don't fold the mm-hmm. pants. I'll be in them. Mm-hmm. It's the Phillips file. More so you want to win an upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A new study shows New York City has a distinct population of rats. Uptown and downtown rats have a very unique and different DNA sequence. Uptown rat gone give it to you. An Amazon delivery driver was caught on camera pooping in the driveway of an unsuspecting customer. Amazon felt bad and gave the victim a gift card. Humans. Every wacky news story today has poop or stinky smells. Speaking of crap, Martin Shkreli the pharma douche, might have to forfeit his Picasso painting and exclusive Wu-Tang album to pay off court costs. This giant turd of a garbage bag was the guy who price gouged a life-saving and medically necessary medicine by up to 5,000%, remember. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Keep Big Daddy in your pants wherever you go with the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and you can just go to the app store on your smartphone and download it right now. You get to take us with you wherever you go and listen to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere, including X as Bold as Love by Jimi Hendrix, 50th anniversary today. So go to the app store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app to get started right now. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on, my NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So you want to win a... All right, back to So You Want to Win a Ron's been holding on forever, so let's do everything we can. Let's put our heads together and see if Ron can pick up a prize. Okay, Ron, here we go. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. All right, uh, true or false, 68% of work... And as a matter of fact, I'll give you lifelines on the true-false just to help you out. 68% true or false... 68% 68% of working mothers say being a mom is the most challenging job of all. Ah, what a rip. It's, uh, is that true or false? 68% oh, man, of working good. mothers say being a mom is the most challenge, challenging job of all. Of course, they've never worked in a coal mine. Right. <laughs> now, let's see if we can help, get a little help here. Yeah, what do you think, guys? It seems a little low to me. 68%? Um of working moms, though. That's what it said. I'm going to say false, yeah. I'm going to go false. False. They're saying All right, let's false. Let's go with that. All right. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, there you go. It's false. It's 90%. 90%. <laughs> Here we go. Here's uh, <laughs> round two. Laughing. Here's Mo. It's true. Uh, Brad's in the news. Stories are ripped from the headlines. And here we go with you. Lots of crystals, herbs, and incense. Sounds like an Eddie the Shaman mojo bag. These items actually belong to Lizzie Rose from Melbourne, Australia, that is. She has a devil of a time traveling the countryside during her thrice-a-week exercise visits. She completes the workout by casting a mixture of wine, oil, fluid, bone, ivy, and holly over her clients. What is she up to? Eddie, you should know. Help me out, buddy. I think, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it a, that's a prosperity blessing? I thought it was, but I could be wrong. What was in her knapsack again? She or whatever had, the hell it was. Uh, she had smudge. She had no, oils. No, she had wine, oil, fluid, bone, ivy, and holly. And, uh, yeah, uh, lots of crystals, herbs, and incense as well. So um, all those different things in, in Melbourne, Australia. Maybe, well, she did mention the devil. Do you think she's trying to get the devil and exercise them out of That's these people? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There it is. Yeah. She's doing exorcisms. Yes, indeed. Yeah, all right, here we go. 
Here is uh, Brad's Who Said That. You have lifelines for this, too. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. I don't pay extra in a restaurant to prevent the waiter from spitting in my food. Now, who said that? Dirty Jim, the host of Primetime Kitchen. Anthony Bourdain. Senator John Kennedy, Republican of Louisiana. I don't pay extra in a restaurant to prevent the waiter from spitting in my food. Dirty Jim, Anthony Bourdain, Senator John Kennedy, Republican of Louisiana. You have lifelines if you want them. Yeah, let's do a lifeline, but that sounds like Jimmy. I was going to say it does sound like Dirty Jim. <laughs> what are you thinking there? I, Fritz. I see. I, I kind of see Jimmy as a gregarious tipper. I don't know why. No, he's generous. I'm going to say uh, Anthony Bourdain. Okay. Although, as a chef, he probably should. Do you think Kennedy said it because he just doesn't want people to spit in his food because his last name was Kennedy? That just seems like a weird one out of left field. I don't know. It could be, though. All right, don't then I'm going to switch it up and go Kennedy. Oh. You're going Kennedy. I'm switching up. All right. I'll give you some help here just because I'm in that right. mood. Okay. It is not Dirty Jim. Thank God. So it's okay. either Anthony, Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain, the celebrity chef and television host, or Senator John Kennedy. I'm going to go Kennedy. What do you want to do, Fritz? God, now I want to do Kennedy, too. (laughs) Just because of the food, the food issue to me is throwing it off. There was two food guys. I'm going to go Kennedy. All right, they're going Kennedy. What do you want to do, Ron? Well, let's make it unanimous. Let's go Kennedy, then. Senator John Kennedy, Republican of Louisiana. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! All right, good job. All right, there you go. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. About that, that was tricky. You know who that is. Here is uh, Beth. Ready to play, Beth? Yes, sir. All right, Beth. True or false? Forty-two percent of Americans have nightmares about falling. Is that true or false? Forty-two percent of Americans have nightmares about falling. Um, I want to say that is. Oh my gosh, you're not going to give me any help. No, I'm not. It's only true or false. Ah, jeez, you give everybody else. All right, okay, all right, stop complaining. I don't like whining. You're better than that. You have Ah, lifelines. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, What is 42%? 42% of Americans have nightmares about falling. Is that true or false? You can use lifelines if you want them. No, I think that, well, (laughs) let me see what they say. Oh, boy. Well, they have names. Uh, hey, Fritz. Well, what's up? All right, no, all right, okay, hold on. Oh, boy. All right, come on now. I'm going to say all right, Beth. that it is false. What yeah. do you think? Uh, because first? I think it's a lower number, and I don't think that many people dream about falling. 42% of Americans have nightmares about falling out of dream. Uh, you were in it the other night, as a matter of fact. Sweet. Can't wait to hear about it. Uh, I don't know if you want to, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah. for, that's not high enough to me. I'm going I'm to say false. Both are saying false, Beth. What do you want to do? I'm, I thought false, too. False? That's your final answer? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's it's true. true. Sorry, Beth. Sorry about that. No, we were in Mexico City, and I was lost, and I was looking at the subway diagram. Yeah. That I've never been, ever been able to understand, and you were there, and you couldn't understand it either. Oh. So, sorry I let you down in your yeah, Like. We're going to get out of here. And Eddie was no help to point you in the right direction? No. No, no, he didn't know. He didn't didn't have a clue. All right, well, it happens. He was was lost. All right, here we go. Uh, Here's uh, Kathy. Ready to play, Kathy? I am so ready to play. All right, I like Kathy. I like her spirit. Uh You have lifelines for this true-false. 
True or false, Kathy, in 1972, the coin-operated video arcade game, uh, the video arcade game Pong, created by Atari, made its debut at Andy Capps Tavern in Sunnyvale, California. That was 1972, the coin-operated video arcade game Pong. Is that true or false? Okay, I know what I want to say, but can I have a life? Sure, you got two of them. I played Pong as a child, Mm -hmm. and that was in 76 in Connecticut. So I'm going to say it's true. Well, Andy Capp was the guy who eats the spicy French fries. That is, he's hot fries, and he was a very famous drinker. He had that hat, and he got drunk a lot. Ooh. What do you want to do, guys? I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go no. So he has a split decision. Eddie says true. Fritz says false. It's 50-50. What do you want to do? You weren't any Kathy? help at all. Um, I'm going to say true. true. That's your final answer? Yeah, you're right. True. It was true. All right, Kathy, good luck to you. Round two. Here we uh, go. Round two. Brad's in the news. Yours is a common bond. Here are the three things. Itty bitties, zombie strike, and pull along pony. What do these three things have in common? Strings? I'll use a lifeline. Mm-mm. All right, I'll take the lifeline. Three most popular items this Christmas. Zombie Strike, like the video game for Call of Duty or something? Itty Bitty, Zombie Strike, Pull Along Pony. These three things have in common something. What is it? Itty Bitty. They're already sold out. Something. They're the hot item. They're the must-have. Kind of. You're dancing around it, but no. They're the most sought-after Christmas present this year. No. Hopefully not. They're toys. Oh, uh, they're all uh, uh, malfunctioning and deadly. They're all being... That's your final answer. There you go. I'll give it to you. They're on the year's uh, watch list because they're the dangerous toy list. Here's the quote. Tell me you said that aviation is proof that given the will, we have the capacity to achieve the impossible. Now, who said that? Eddie Rickenbacker, the great pilot of World War I. Howard Hughes, the great aviation innovator. Or General Curtis LeMay, who was a uh, big Air Force general and created the Strategic Air Command. Eddie Rickenbacker, Howard Hughes, or General Curtis LeMay, who said aviation is proof that given the will, we have the capacity to achieve the impossible. Use your lifelines if you want. Fritz, you've got to help me. I know you know this. I'm just going to say oh. LeMay because we were talking about Lumet the other day. No, it's LeMay, not LeMay. Yeah, so I'm going to go with that, dude. I, I have no idea. Howard, Howard Hughes. Hughes, you know maybe. Howard Hughes, yeah. of course, the eccentric... Uh, millionaire, but he was before he really went all bonkers. You know, he was very big in the aviation industry. He had needles in his hips. Didn't what? he create American Airlines? Wasn't that Howard Who Hughes? Uh, Howard Hughes. One of the airlines. I don't Spruce remember Goose. which. Yes, Bruce Goose. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was him. All right, so there's him. What do you think, Eddie? So should I go with Howard Hughes, Eddie? I was leaning towards Mr. Hughes because, again, he's just, you know, he wants to go for it all. He's that kind of guy. All right, I'll go with Howard Hughes. They're going with Howard Hughes. Just Eddie Rickenbacker, the great, I think he might have been an ace fighter pilot in World War One. I. I might be off on that. Howard Hughes or General Curtis LeMay. What do you want to do there, Kathy? I'll go with the boys. I'll say Howard Hughes. No, let's not do that. That's uh, a bad nope. idea, as okay. a matter of fact. I'm scratching <laughs> Howard Hughes. I then think, so it's either Eddie Rickenbacker or General Curtis LeMay. Go with the guitar guy, Rickenbacker. Rickenbacker. Go Rickenbacker. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah! There you go. Good job. She wins something. All right. One more to go. Ron, you ready? Oh, Ron already won. Yeah, Ron won. Was that the last one? That was the last one. That was the last one. Good enough. Thank you for playing So You Want a Winner. Oh, yes. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. 
Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. All right, Eddie, let's get the, the, the chief long. A lot of things happening this week, and, of course, that big game. Uh, UCF plays Memphis tomorrow for the AAC title. And we're going to give him some love. Undefeated, my brother. Undefeated. That's why, again, anything is possible. Anything can happen. And no offense, rock on, Orlando. Thank you again so much for supporting you know our sports. And, of course, we can support them more by going out and see our home teams. But, yeah, Jim, man, never been done before. That's why, again, Witness the history. That's why it's so beautiful. So many things are happening. So, brothers and sisters of love, it's time to tune in. And, Jim, I've decided, uh, besides your first book, which is entitled, where was I going with this? Your second book is entitled, One at a Time, Please. Thank you. Uh, I want you to know, Jim, that we have a big party coming up. I have a show coming up in two weeks. I would like to invite all of Orlando to come to it. Uh, it is our Theater South Playhouse, a very Broadway Christmas. Uh, the show starts at 7. Tickets are only $8. You're going to be seeing myself and a bunch of other Orlando's finest. If you would like to get tickets, you can go to TSP Playhouse. That's all one word, dot ticketbud.com. I highly recommend you come on out. But, Jim, yeah. I want to thank you, Jim, for uh, motivating me and motivating all the Phylites out there to have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a lot of people, they went through a lot of emotions during those Thanksgivings. One of the things I went through, I went through an elastic high. I was so excited because, Jim, you remember what sopping is? Do you know what sopping is? Yes, I do. All right. For those who don't know, Jim, if you're sitting out at a table, what is sopping, Jim? Well, sopping is when you have a bread and you have some juice. It's usually associated, I believe, with steak. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or a sauce of some sort. It could be a sauce from an Italian, whatever. And you use the bread to sop up what's remaining after, you know, you finish your steak or whatever it is. Or maybe during the, that's sopping. And sopping is something that a lot of people. It could be anything. It could be soup. It could be chili. It could be. Yeah, Italian sauce and lasagna. Biscuits and gravy. You know, you take your biscuit, dunk it in a little bit of that sausage gravy. That's sopping. And the great thing is you want to sop up your plate because it's like a mop, but you're using something to suck it up. That's why I think it came up with sopping. My daughter got a chance to sop for the first time and in front of me. And it was so beautiful. We went to the steak place and there was all this just lovely deliciousness sitting around it. Or as, you know, Gordon Ramsay called it, the flavor. And she got to sop it up and there was a big white bread. It was just like home. So, brothers and sisters of love, if you've never sopped, put some white bread right in the center of that table. It doesn't have to be white. It could be wheat. I'm not being racist. But the key is, is you want to sop, man. Give yourself some sop time. Yeah, it's yeah. so. But, Jim, all the flavors are so yeah, good. you got to be very not aware. Not too fatty. Well, you got to be aware who you're who you're dining with too. Jim did bring it up because again, you are the great awakener, brothers and sisters of love. There is etiquette yeah, to your sopping. Junior executive going out with a boss. No sopping. Nothing else. Mm-mm. You know. Elbows off the table nope. and no elbow, no no elbows on the table. You can kind of forearm it a yep. little bit, but no elbows on the table. And uh, you know, sometimes you have to, you should ask permission. Same thing with uh, you know, you got a little bit of meat on the bone and yes. you want. Ask I'm with permission. you. I'm with, yeah, ask permission to use your fingers. Well, brothers and sisters of love, thank you. And a thank you to all living things. For those of you that went traveling this past Thanksgiving, and for those of you who just walked outside of the house and you got to behold nature and got to see our Mother Earth, remember this. Thank the Mother Earth for just being there, the sun for shining, the wind for blowing. I had a beautiful cardinal, Jim. I was there in the middle of Austin, Texas, and I'm like, power animals, where are you? All of a sudden, a cardinal showed up. I'm like, I know you. You're my power animal. Well, now, Jim, is the time we have to touch back into base because as we come to the end of this year remember this your power animal has been there to guide you but remember in just a few short weeks your power animal will be leaving you only be replaced by another power animal and as you know we're coming back on thursday so jim first thing i want you to think about is have you shared the human
human experience recently? Who have you shared some human experiences with recently? Who would you say? Name one person, Jim. Um, Anyone you can name. You, you name it. Okay. What do you mean by human experience? Well, another human besides yourself, and you went through an experience together. You can put it that way. My wife. All right. There we go. Catherine. Now, if you don't mind me saying so, Catherine is not a power animal. She is your yang. You're the yin. She's the yang. She is your right hand. You're her left hand. That's the way it works. And that's why, Jim, that's that's the moment. Because you know something, Jim? I imagine. I don't like the way that sounded. Right hand, left hand, yang. Yeah. I mean, well, Jim, are you left handed? Aren't you left handed? I am. Thank you. And, Jim, isn't she literally your other half? Oh, that's good, too. Uh, No. (gasps) Literally, she's not. Uh, Literally. Uh, figuratively, maybe. I wasn't going to talk about Catherine's she figure because be I don't want to get in trouble. Hi! My... Oh, Eddie. See, you set me up for that one, bro. Not my fault. I was listening. Jim, yes. think about this. Okay. The shared human experiences. Now, some of you might have been like, hey, man, I'm really glad we got together for Thanksgiving. I really am glad I'm not going to see you for another year. Did you That's have one truth. of those Thanksgivings? We all do, Jim. You know why? It's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing. Remember, you made the choice to live where you wanted to live. You made the choice to live in the house you chose to live in. You yeah. make the choice to associate with the people, like we talked about, you share your human experiences with. Right. And that's why, Jim, brothers and sisters, they're all beautiful. Brother-in-law, sister-in-law, they're all beautiful. Did you get the Nephew- blessing at the Thanksgiving table? I tried. And, in fact, we actually sat around the table and we gave thanks. And we also said, what are something your dad says? And then it got ugly. Because then it was like my then kids say, were busting the, on me. Yeah, dude, like, what's dad. with the smudge stick? That's it. Oh, my daughter is not a fan of the smudge. She's always like, why do you smell like smoke? I'm like, dude, I've been smudging. I'm helping the planet. So it didn't go well? It went fine. You know what it was, Jim? What it was is that moment where, again, you realize why you made the choices you've made to be where you are. And that includes perspective and reality. So brothers and sisters of love, think about this. This past week, did you share some silences? Did you share the joy? Did you share your magical gifts? Now, not not like to mean is one thing. It could mean, hey, guys, Eddie's going to do man ma. And that way I sit around the table and I'm like, all right, honey, come over here and give man ma a kiss. And they're like, oh, my goodness, what's that voice coming from? Man ma, are you a boy or a girl? Yes. The thing is, is that, Jim, those are the moments they've grown up with for the last eight years. So. Why wouldn't I want to do a little mad mom yeah, at the table? Yeah, yeah, I got to do that. It's, it's like comfort food. It is, Jim. Oh, my goodness. I love you for saying that. And one of the things is, Jim, we can find that comfort in that oneness. Remember what our mantra was this year? Does hey, anyone remember? Uh-oh. Find unity in opportunity. Right. Oh, now is the one. time for us to take that opportunity and find the unity. Whether, like you said, Jim, people that are shopping, people that are parking, people that are driving on the road, anyone you come into contact with, think about the moment of unity you can have with them. And that's why we say share a smile and be a happy person. But Jim, yeah. as uh, Pinkman mentioned earlier, it is the 50th anniversary for uh, Mr. Hendrix's, and which I wear his tie dye today. Uh, Axis Bold is Love, top four songs. I highly recommend. Wait until tomorrow. Great story about a guy falling in love with a girl, and then her dad shoots him. Uh, the second one is Little Wing, which what? is one of the most covered songs ever. Everyone did Little Wing. Clapton did Little Wing. Stevie Ray Vaughan did Little Wing. Everyone does Little Wing. Why? Because it's such a beautiful little song. Ever see Clapton in concert? Yes. Robert Cray. Dude, Robert Cray opened for him. So you were doubly jealous. Robert in New York City, uh, Madison Square Garden. Robert Cray was awesome. And then, dude, and then, dude, it's Clapton. I want to see Bruno Mars in concert. I think that'd be a hot show. 
I think I it would be. That's uh, what I hear. I'll be going spending some time with the Grateful Dead this Thursday. Fan. I just joined his fan club. Oh, look at you. What? 24 karat, baby. And I threw my knee out trying to do one of those. Oh, oh you're trying to do the pinky move into the moon? No, I it was understand. the knee. Oh, all right. Well, if you don't like that song, everyone, you can try uh, uh, also Castles Made of Sand. And then my favorite, Jim, you're going to love the yes. most. What's if that? six oh, oh. was nine. Just look up the song by Jimi Hendrix. It's a beautiful blues number, but it's just classic. But right now, think about these classic okay. things. The swan told me to find you, Jim, because the swan is our power animal. Okay. And the swan told me to tell you this, Jim. You need to accept the gift of grace. You need to surrender to the flow. And remember, don't give up. Give over. Take a deep breath. In. Let it out. out. Ah, I hope to see you at the Theater South Playhouse Christmas show. And peace, love, and the Phillips file. Shut Thank you for partaking in the cleansing Ooh. of your soul. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Yeah, free that chi. Thank you, Eddie. Good job. Let's get out of here. Dirty Jim and Primetime Kitchen, of course, comes your way at 8. Uh, that's right after Tom and Dan on Real Radio. File back on Monday at 3, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.